Ladies and gentlemen, this is an auspicious day. What a day! What a fabulous day! It is, in fact, a red-letter day. Today marks the dawning of a new episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Parker. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. <laughs> and Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider. The way I see it, this should be a very dynamite show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Bill. My name is Chris, with me as always is Parker and Alex, and we watched what might be one of the scariest movies of all time for you guys. It's called Cherry Falls. Uh, how terrified were you guys of this movie? I, I thought he was going to come out of the TV and kill me right then and there. <laughs> it's oh, good man. to see representation when it matters most in media. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm, I'm glad. Now, I've got a couple questions here. Um, I'm going to ask you each a question. Alex, I want to know how you found this. And Parker, I want to know why this never made it to theaters. Answer at the same time. Whoever gives a better answer gets a Scooby Snack. Probably Columbine. Parker. My guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to assume there was a school shooting of some kind. And they went, sorry, your movie's about what? I feel like I read the answer to this, but I definitely don't remember what it was. It's most likely in the trivia, but what am I going to do? Open the app on my phone? No, <laughs> that moment what am passed. I, a sucker? <laughs> Y'all know what IMDb is. You figure it out. Yeah. So, What's Alex, how did you find this? Parker I signed it to, it to me. me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> never mind. Honk, honk. All right. Uh, Grandpa over there was getting too mad at woke tweets to remember what happened two weeks ago. Oh, well, we'll have something on that, trust me. First of all, oh, Parker. God damn it. Parker, do we have any news? I mean, the most important news right now is that I have white claws, so there are, in fact, oh, dude, no laws same. in this podcast. <laughs> claws the law. Just, wait, wait. If I'm drinking the claw, does that mean I can say it? <laughs> so you're saying if I was dying, <laughs> I had a raspberry white claw. Okay, whatever, Lid. Yeah, uh, buddy. buddy I... Do you guys have the mangoes down there? Oh, we bet we do. Okay, good. Yeah. Mangoes are a game changer. Yeah. Now we're yeah. living. They're not in the variety pack, which is a shame. But uh, you know, you make do with what you can. Right. Also, exactly. our, our our good friend Dan and I definitely each killed a six pack of mango claws in about 45 minutes before the football game last weekend. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. It was it was real good. I have news, but I feel like it'll step on uh, your woke tweets, so I will just concede to you. Because I feel like we might have the same thing in mind here. So I, I will not steal your thunder. I virtually think there's no way that it could possibly be that. <laughs> we'll find out, won't okay. we? Okay, <laughs> alright. Um, do we have any jerks of the week first? All same as above. <laughs> okay, it's okay, all okay. encompassing because it okay. ruined my fucking day when I read it. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. Um, I'll, I'll talk about uh, when keeping it woke goes wrong. So there's this woman on Twitter. I won't even dignify, you know, her tweet by uh -oh. getting her name here. Uh -oh. uh, she intimated that, uh, you know, I mean, there's something about, you know, paying money for movies. And I, I often say that we should pay money for movies. You should go to the cinema, support the creators who do this. But not all movies, not all movies deserve your money. And um, specifically, pornography does not deserve your money. Some woman decided that uh, we should all be paying money for our pornography. 
And that's just a slippery slope right there because once you start paying them, you know, they, first of all, they're already having sex and they're already having Ugh, fun out there. I mean, canceled. getting paid for it, that's just hot dogging. That's just high stepping into the end zone. And you think about it, like, if we pay them now, when we have to start paying, you know, the ones who did it previously, Ron Jeremy, I mean, I, I think he was just doing it for the love of the game. You talk about, like, the really great porn stars, oh. Shyla Stiles, August Ames, Urizen Beltran. You know, they did it because they had. <laughs> they did it because Evan they Stone loved the game King. and they did it the right way. <laughs> hey, Chris. Never forget that dude playing the drums with his dick. <laughs> Chris, here's the thing. The billboard just wants you to play the game thing, but about Pornhub verified amateurs. They <laughs> won't shut up! <laughs> and uh, my last thing here is, Mandingo, if you're listening, and I know you are, cut off the dreads. All right, there are families watching. I, uh, and also recording. I, I was I was really just trying to do like the whole don't pay college athletes thing. <laughs> I I actually also have something for when keeping it woke goes wrong this week. Uh-oh. Present. Ugh. All right, so oh, uh, I would like to read to you a topic title from our favorite blue website, followed by a post. Uh-oh. Topic title. If a centaur's leg breaks, does it have to be put down? <laughs> I'll, let you, I'll let you think about that. You know, great, great high topic. Like, like you know, huh, huh, what do you do? And a post. I thought horses got put down because they're literally so stupid they won't stay off the broken leg and give it time to heal. Something with a human brain wouldn't have that problem. If it's an American centaur, it would probably still die because of the lack of affordable health care and social safety nets in this country. <laughs> oh, I can I'm not saying the issue moment. Look at that horse, he's standing stupid. <laughs> uh, well, you know, the, the you know the European healthcare model takes care of its uh, mythical creatures much better than us Americans would. So, Correct. Uh, <laughs> I I I read this uh at least two days ago and it's been stuck with me ever since. That's, fantastic. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard. <laughs> Well, Chris, good news. I can share the thing that ruined my week. Let's hear it. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. Now, this was a headline with a link to an article. I did not click said article. <clears throat> From Variety. Why Green Eggs and Ham executive producer Ellen DeGeneres calls Dr. Seuss the first rapper. That's as far as I got. Before no. I just no. threw my phone at the wall. No. There's no other news because it ruined my week. What does well hold up hold up hold up hold up? We gotta go through this like blow by blow. What line does, by line here. What do the words "green eggs and ham producer" mean? That's an interesting question you bring up, Chris. I think anybody's gonna be wearing human hair in that. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> sure, I'll find out. Green Looking at my fucking schedule this week. Okay, what we got here? Oh. It has to be CGI. The Seuss Estate said no it more is, live actions. It is, it is animated. Yeah. Oh, oh that good. says Eddie Izzard. Oh, he's still That's alive. a name good. I haven't heard in a long time. British yeah. comedy. <laughs> why so why is this the a new thing? There's second. no story. Oh, boy. That says, that said TV series, and I just, like, clutched my chest. No. Episode guide, 14 episodes. What oh, the fuck? Oh, oh. Oh, Why does it oh, say good season news, guys. two? Why does it <laughs> say season two, Alex? <laughs> season one, episode one, Friday, November eighth. Boy, I hope my team's won this week. <laughs> Top build, Michael Douglas. 
Oh. <laughs> Y'all feel that cold chill go down your spine there? How do you stretch this out for fucking 14 episodes? The whole book I is sure... read in less than a minute. Okay, so we all agree whoever loses each week has to watch the newest episode, but none prior, correct? <laughs> you just have to jump in at episode 5 and tell us Based on the previous person's description. You can, yes. like, lie to them. Yeah, dude, well, there's, like, Guys, I, I've got some bad news if you were expecting him to eat the green eggs and ham in the box or with the fox. <laughs> I, I can't wait. He actually eats a great eggs and ham in the first episode. And every subsequent episode is another mystery. Tracy Morgan <laughs> as Fox. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, good. Adam from Workaholics as Sam I Am. That's how I always read that story in my head. <laughs> oh, boy. Boy, what a dire turn this episode has taken so early. This, yeah, I was, boy, I was in a good mood for a split Absolutely second. Absolutely hate nothing. to see it. Okay, uh, my jerk of the week is Parker. So let's talk about what we watched recently. <laughs> Actually, my jerk of the week is Roger Corman. Parker, I oh, told again, you. Huh? Parker, <laughs> I told you about this, and apparently, you sure did. <laughs> apparently, I don't learn very well. Uh, maybe I should just Correct. stop watching Roger Corman movies. Correct. Also, especially at work. Yeah, I shouldn't watch his movies at work because turns out he thought rape was really cool and funny. I watched <laughs> Humanoids <laughs> of the Deep. Uh, this is, you remember, uh, was it Creature from the Black Lagoon? Yeah, what if it was a rapist? Uh, apparently, see, that's no. the thing, it's like, I kind of went into this movie a little bit blind, and the first time you see it, like, oh, I, I don't know, it looks like it's just attacking that woman, and then you realize, no, it definitely impregnated her, and she gives birth to a lagoon baby, and it's, it's not very good. Uh, it's, it, it also kind you know of brings say? up like the sort of thing that it turns out Roger Corman wasn't very good at directing movies. No kidding. So every single time someone says I like a big Roger Corman fan, I, I have to wonder why. Uh, I don't see the appeal. You uh, have to gatekeep them because they're usually lying. So you, you say to yourself, oh, wow, Chris, that was really bad. Is that the worst movie you saw this week? No, I also watched Alleluia, The Devil's Carnival at work. <laughs> I forgot you did that. <laughs> I did this because I felt so bad about assigning Parker that really good movie, Repo the Genetic Opera. So I decided. God damn it, I hadn't thought of that in days. Fuck you. I would do. Uh, I decided I would do my penance and watch Alleluia, The Devil's Carnival. It might be worse. It is so, so fucking bad and dumb and stupid, and no one likes it. Why does Paul Sorvito play God? <laughs> why does the gravekeeper or grave digger grave digger from the first movie why why does he play uh a combination of the devil and the joker in this movie i there is so much that i hate it. the songs have nothing to do with what's going on like in repo the genetic opera they kind of like tell the story i think i don't remember i haven't seen it in a while parker you're the expert but uh, there's certainly a story going on yeah. about genetics there's an opera and Bill Mosley's in it. Yeah. <laughs> 90 minutes. Yeah. The genetic opera. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Alleluia, The Devil's Carnival. The songs, again, are completely irrelevant to what's going on. Uh, and you know what it kind of pisses me off the most about? It's not the writing. It's not the story. It's not the acting. It's not, like, the cinematography. It's not even the songs. Although all those things are awful. I think it's the makeup. Everyone's just wearing, like, really garish makeup. Like, they're in... Uh, fucking moulin rouge but it's in like heaven and hell and it's really i don't even know what the word is everyone in this movie looks like they smell good meat fuck this movie oh. 
Uh, I just had a repeat of last week where I went to the cast and saw Tech Nine's name and laughed again. (laughs) (laughs) Completely forgotten. He's like in the top billing. Everyone who likes Alleluia, the Devil's Carnival, has a pea brain. Moving on to other movies for pea brains, I watched Body Bags. Uh, I'm oh, hell yeah, bitch. Body Bags is such a pleasant surprise. Alex, have you seen Body Bags? I have not seen Body Bags. This is immediately going on your list. I think you would like this quite a bit. It's partially directed by John Carpenter, partially directed by Tobe Hooper. And uh, it actually oh, yeah. starts. <laughs> I forgot he did other segments, yeah. actually. It's, it, That's just Tom Arnold, huh? Uh, it sure does. <laughs> wait, he, which one is he again? Oh, he's he's in worker number oh, one. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a, like a cameo at the end. Uh, John Carpenter actually acts in this movie, and he's the best part of it. He is actually really, really funny. It's like a stand-in for the Crypt Keeper. Uh, Parker, when I right, call... This looks sick, Parker, would I call this one of the most disappointing times I've ever had watching a movie? This is not a, an insult to the movie. I'm disappointed that this never became a series that took off. Can you imagine hey. having this on at the same time as the Crypt Keeper? Like, I remember watching this, and I loved it so much, and I started reading about it. I was like, oh yeah, this is supposed to be like a pitch to Showtime, but they turned it down, so they turned it into a movie. Then knowing I could have just had this and Tales from the Crypt every week. And it was not meant to be hurt me deeply and spiritually. Now, I talked to everyone I knew, and both of the people I knew who had seen this said that, well, the first segment's pretty good, but the other two are kind of weaker. I don't know. I liked all the False. segments. I thought that like, uh, all the segments really were. The first segment is, like, really, really strong. And the second segment is, uh, I don't know, fairly asinine. But the third segment, it, it actually really works. I gotta tell you, Mark Hamill does a pretty good job. I, I think it captures every single way that you can tell one of these old uh, EC horror comics uh, stories, you know? It's very reminiscent of, like, when Tales from the Crypt did the first three episodes in one night, where all three are totally different. Yeah. It's the same thing. Three totally different stories that sort of fit together and god i should watch it again that's actually. the thing it's like you this, got me all excited i forgot all really these should have it. been like a fucking running series or something because even tobe hooper segment is really good again mark hamill uh i guess the was it the stacy keach one where he has the hair uh that one's a little silly but i mean there are some tales from the crypt episodes that are like that they're just really cheesy the first one's suspenseful the second one's cheesy third one is actually kind of gruesome for uh television. as someone who just watched Dig That Cat, He's Real Gone, 10 minutes before we started recording. I can confirm. It's quite good. And very in line with something like this. Forget Dig That Cat, He's Real Gone. Uh, it's so fucking good. <laughs> fucking Arliss is just yelling as a carnival barker for 20 Man. minutes. Alex, I, I can put a guarantee on this. I'm pretty sure you would like it a lot. Again, John I'm Carpenter sure is too, the yeah. real draw here. And it's not just because, like, oh, he's a good director. He is so funny. I was cracking up. Because that's the thing is, you you would imagine them. There would be a special crossover episode where they're in a boxing ring against each other. And we missed out on that. Thanks for nothing, fucking network executives. Early 90s John Carpenter, who's just been burned by every movie he's made. Being like, fuck it. I'll be the Crypt Keeper. Whatever. <laughs> Incredibly there for it. He's hilarious. I I, like, I might watch it again just for his segments. No one fucking talks about it. It's <laughs> it's very upsetting. The world should know about body bags. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, next up, I watched Ghostbusters 2, uh, which I've oh, never actually one. seen before. Um, eh, it was okay. Yeah. Uh, Correct. It really didn't strike me as like an awful movie or anything. It's very much more kid-friendly. Uh, but there's still a couple jokes that are just funny no matter who you are. Like, I think the world will end on February 24th, 2016. It just looks dead in the camera. Valentine's Day. Bummer. 
that's I don't know. That's that's uh that's pretty good. Uh, there are a few more lines in there. There's a few more pretty good actors in it. Um, they have some good ideas, but I think what happens is that they change some of the characters around so that they're not really the same characters. Like uh, Egon Spangler is no longer like as nerdy as he used to be, and like he's a little too personable. He smiles too much. He shouldn't be smiling. Meanwhile, Bill Murray is not as arrogant as he ought to be. He's a little too. I, I, don't, I don't know. I think he's a little too empathetic at times. Uh, I, I do like that Annie Potts is in it. Annie Potts is Janine, their secretary, is still one of the funniest members of the entire movie. So I don't know that I'd give it a strong recommendation or anything, but uh, I didn't hate it. I, it's, you know, it's just a movie. And there was no way it was going to live up to the first one. So uh, we won't be watching it again, but uh, I'm glad I got a chance to see it. Uh, they used to air on Comedy Central all the time as a kid, oh. and it never once made me think, like, yeah, I should sit down and watch this in the beginning. Yeah. Every time I caught it in the middle of it, I'd watch it for five minutes and be like, I wish this was the first one, and then I would turn the channel. Yeah. And that's all of my experience with it. I'm pretty sure this is where Peter McNichol got to start doing that really silly accent. Yeah. All right, shit, I guess I should watch it then. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Peter <laughs> McNichol. All right, uh, moving on, I watched The Boogeyman. Parker, you've seen Halloween, right? Sure have. <laughs> the Rob Zombie one? Yeah, the good one. Yeah, well, anyway, in that case, you've seen The Boogeyman. Uh, we don't Wait, need to which think. one's The Boogeyman? Because there's like 18 movies of that title. Uh, it came out in 1980, so the... Is ba- that the one with the glass that's haunted? With the mirror? The mirror, yeah. That's, that's Man, that movie fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the, that movie is not very good. It is a very, very obvious ripoff. I've of also Halloween. seen the sequel, which is 90% recycled footage. Why, why is it there is. a sequel? When, uh, <laughs> Wait. When, when, when you said The Glass That's Haunted, all I could think was that it was a prequel to Signs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> why did you watch it? Was, it's on the list, yeah, isn't it's it? on the list. And short, too. I don't know why. But it was, I just kind of like looked at it and like, oh, have it on in the background. It's so boring. It's like, it's... and it's a really, really obvious what they're doing. It came out like a couple years after Halloween. Uh, actually, it's... it was shot in, I think, um, Waldorf, Maryland. So, uh, some From what I remember, that. it's just nothing for like 75 minutes. And they're like, wait, what the fuck? And then it ends. And you're like, oh. I guess that was all right. Not really? No, it's not even all right. It's just boring. And, I mean, you, it's really obvious what they're trying to do, and it's just not very interesting. I don't like any of the characters. I don't want to see. I remember them a lot of a lot of green lights and yeah, it's just like the end just gets really green. Like it's not good. No it's one should just kind of lame, it. you know. We have brain poison. No one should watch this. Movie. Way ahead of you, a brain poison man. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. Uh, and finally, Parker and Alex, have you guys ever seen The Vanishing? I've been meaning to forever. Okay, if it's okay, I want to tell you a lot about I did, yes, 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 I talked about this. Oh, okay, you didn't give away the ending, right? We're talking about the Gerard Butler movie, right? No, not the Gerard (laughs) Butler movie. Then no, I have not seen this. Actually, actually, this might be... That just made me so happy, it's like, oh my god. Alex, that might be the uh, very poorly received remake of this. Uh, The Vanishing is actually a... uh, a uh, German movie, um, actually a Dutch movie, uh, but most of it is Same in French. Two things I hate. Parker, Parker, trust <laughs> me on this. Trust me on this. It, if I can describe most of the plot up until the very end, I, it won't be a spoiler. Okay, so there's this couple, they're Dutch and they're vacationing in France, right? And uh, they have a bit of an argument in the car, and uh, but they make up and like, let's just try to have a good vacation together. She goes off to a gas station to get some smokes or whatever, and then she's gone. And her husband can't find her. He's looking all over for her. He just can't find her. 
years pass. I think like three years passes, and he's still looking for her, but he just has no idea where she's been. Meanwhile, we have these shots of like this other guy who seems like kind of unrelated, but you kind of get the idea of maybe he was responsible for this sort of thing, even though we never see this woman again. And you're like, who, who is this guy? Turns out he's been sending, um, he's he sends a letter to this guy that says, hey, I know what happened to your wife. Uh, meet me at this one place and I'll, I'll tell you what happened to her. Guy made some there. He's like, I kidnapped her. And uh, if you want to know more, you have to get in this car and come with me. And if you kill me now, you're never going to find out. And if you report me to the police, you're never going to find out. What do you do? And uh, the guy decides, okay, I'm going to come with him and I'll, I'm going to find out what happens. And uh, they reach their destination, which is just like a park or something. It's not important where it is. And he gets out and says, okay, in order for you to uh, find out what happened to her, you have to go through the exact same experience. Uh, if you don't, you never find out what happens. And uh, the guy, uh, ultimately, you don't have the movie of the guy doesn't go through it, although it would be a very French twist. Uh, the guy decides to go through it. And what happens is... For me and Parker, I use these words delicately. I think the most frightening ending since Freaks. I only know this movie because I remember reading in multiple places that it's like Kubrick's like favorite horror movie ever. I've been it's... wanting to watch it, but it's just it's one of those where I know like okay, I need to sit down and pay attention. I can't just watch the Boogeyman while I play Xbox. I think the reason that it's so scary is because the movie is really, really realistic. It's like hyper realism. The uh, main guy, the uh, kidnapper or whatever, he he seems like he's not perfect. He makes mistakes, but uh, he is committed to what he's trying to do. And the main character seems like a regular, normal, everyday kind of Joe. And it just works very, very, very well. So uh, I highly recommend it, and uh, you'd be a fool to pass it up. It's more of a thriller, less of a horror. Parker, what did you, I mean, Alex, what did you watch? <laughs> Before we get to that... I would like to call attention to two things on this IMDb page. Uh-oh. More like this. Funny games. Ooh, that doesn't Related news. Oh. First look at Hilary Duff in The Haunting of Sharon Tate. <laughs> I fucking saw that too and had to think like, he's really into this. Do I yell over him and say this? <laughs> it was I don't struggle. know why that's on there. And uh, funny games, I don't really see the connection besides the fact that uh, the original versions are both in Dutch. Uh, <laughs> it's probably it's probably it. ah, a horror thriller in Dutch. Well, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it sounds like an IMDb uh, sort of thing. <laughs> All right, I'll try and watch it this week. Yeah. So uh, it's actually a very nice segue from The Vanishing to The Vanishing with Gerard Butler, which is the other Lighthouse movie I saw this year because I saw The Lighthouse like Ooh, earlier tonight. God, I didn't get to. Hate to see Come it. on. All right, so so those of you that aren't familiar with The Lighthouse is a movie that stars Robert Pattinson and Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. I so I'll, I'll start with the good. This is like immaculately shot, extremely well acted. It's just like a beautiful movie experience. The aspect ratio of this like enhances the experience so much because it makes it feel so much more claustrophobic. Yeah, like, I love when movies do little things like that. It especially makes sense given the setting. Right. Exactly. Like I. I was, like, visually impressed the entire time. However, it's just another one of these atmospheric horror movies that does the same fucking things. Like, hey, man, 
Let's uh, do building action, building action, tension break with somebody farting or showing their dick or something. And then building action, and then a loud noise, and then building action. And then, ooh, here's some creepy stuff. You're never going to find out what happens to it. And then building action, and then another tension break. And then somebody's just naked. And then, I've seen this movie six times in three years. It's, I, I like, if these movies are for you, that's awesome. Parker, what like, he's saying I, is you're going to love it. Yeah, plus, probably, plus. probably, yeah. yeah. But like at the like, I said this when we walked out of the theater. Like, like the movie that we compared this to was like whatever, like the fifth movie that came out after Saw was when it was like Saw comes out and it's this like new, novel, different thing, and then you see the same movie in theaters like eight times in the next four years. It's like oh, this movie's well, like Saw, Saw five, and they know it's <laughs> yeah, exactly, correct. Like, <laughs> that's just how I felt watching this. Like, I'm really glad I saw it. I I appreciated this movie. I will definitely think about this movie in the future. Like, it's a movie that has like some shots that'll stick with me. But like, yeah, this isn't this isn't for me. I'm uh, I'm so uh, over this genre of movies. I want them to go away. Like, I I'm tired of people saying they're the greatest thing ever. Like, it's 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 getting old. Would you rather have I'm this a or piggy Midsummer? And, and I can't wait for my slop. This is much much better than Midsummer. Yeah. In fact, of the movies that I've seen of this genre, this is probably the second best of them. Which so, which would be the first, the witch? I would say the witch is better than this. Yeah, boy, that's but tough. also the, the, the witch is like thirty minutes shorter and has like a way spookier atmosphere. Like that, like I, I we we talked about this when we walked out of the movie. Like all of us are just like there was at no point where I felt tense during this movie. There was no point where I was like you know like you know recoiling in my chair like not knowing what's gonna happen next. And maybe these movies are still tense for other people. Like maybe it's just. For whatever reason, they don't click with my brain. But, like, without spoiling much, there's, like, there's all of these little, you know, it's one of those, there's all these little things, like, these little clues, and you're, like, you see something, you're, like, huh, I wonder what that means. And, like, for some of them, there's a payoff, like, an hour or so later. But it's not a real payoff. It's, like, you're right, you're oh, right. man, oh, man, I wonder what he's writing in that book. And then he finds the book, and then you're, like, Oh, I'm not going to find out what he wrote in the book. Okay, I already know that the second he picks up the book because I've seen this movie five times already. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not the kind of movie that gives answers to your questions because the questions are the point. But also, like, it makes it so, like, oh, man, he found that guy's book. Like, I I wonder what kind of fucked up shit's written in there. It's like, I, I don't even wonder anymore because I already know. And that's... I, I, I'm sorry for being a downer. I'm sorry, like, if if... It changes the way that anybody that likes these movies thinks about them, but I can't well, watch right. them any other okay, way. Okay. Like, let's, let's not apologize for giving an honest opinion on a movie. I'd rather you be completely honest and say that. I, I you don't. I don't apologize for my opinion. I apologize for being a buzzkill. Uh, like yeah. I don't. I don't want to be the guy that's like, actually, this movie with a 92 percent uh, viewer score isn't that good. Like let's... I don't want to be that guy. But like. I gotta be that guy. Like, it just, it doesn't work for me. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm Again, I appreciate your honesty in describing this. I'd rather have that than these two reviews that were posted on Letterboxd. Parker, indulge. Uh, this oh, this God, one no. from a user named Brat Pitt says that... I fucking like hate us. that account with all my heart. Filthy and delicious, a swirling maelstrom of horrific rage and loneliness and repression and repulsion and secrets and piss and phalluses and Greek tragedy and unrelenting, all-consuming, inescapable horniness. Toppled head over mermaid tail in love with this one in the first few minutes and never once wanted it to end, which is that rare and divine feeling I'm constantly hoping for when the theater likes him. Absolutely cannot wait to watch it with subtitles so I can understand a single line of dialogue less than three. 
Uh, and the other one, which might actually be worse, is from a user named Esther Rosenfield, uh, who says, Idiots will call this a staggering retelling of the myth of Prometheus through the eyes of the American laborer, the fire of the gods becoming success under capitalism, an unattainable fiction that drives men to, madden, to madden violence in their pursuit. Geniuses will understand that this is a movie about getting drunk and almost kissing your homie and then getting even drunker and tenderly holding each other as you drift off to sleep. Shut down this website. Counterpoint. The best review is four stars. It just says, guys being dudes and i feel that i that's, connect with that on one hand that's accurate on the other hand if you've ever been in an abusive relationship don't watch this movie because you will get tricked oh absolutely <laughs> parker I, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. look uh these movies are my slop and i'm the piggy it's like we talked about midsummer like i'm sure you hate these but if i was in a theater handcuffed there watching molly's game I would gnaw my arm off to get <laughs> I out. I think uh, let's, let's be room. careful calling this slop. This is, as Alex said, very well made. Someone slop is a an encompassing term. You know what I mean. Yeah. I could roll around in atmospheric horror like a little piggy all day. I have to be in the mood for it. I, I'm just like, disappointed that Alex didn't watched, appreciate another Boston movie. We watched The Witch on <laughs> Halloween, and I kept falling in and out of sleep. And boy, did I sleep poorly. I think my favorite just waking thing up midnightmare. Like, Sorry. Uh, it's, it's the way that you described after watching The Witch, and you come back, and there's just like a rabbit sitting on your doorstep. You're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, that fucking rabbit just sitting outside my house staring at me. Uncalled for. I didn't is, care. Like, it ruined my night. When I watched The Witch, I live in the woods, more or less, and that. Have you seen, ha- Have you seen Bigfoot? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, what are you doing this weekend, buddy? Looking for Bigfoot. So here's the thing: is like when I, I look outside, I watched at night, and you just see the woods out there. That's spooky as hell. And I visited a lot of lighthouses as a kid. I think that's just what we do: that and collect ancient tomes of Van Helsing. Uh, but uh, and win championships, apparently. I, I mean, yeah. But uh, well, not anymore. Not anymore. DC took that from us too. Uh, <laughs> My nats, baby. But uh, the lighthouse, I, I think a lot of it really works for me because when you say that you weren't really feeling very tense during the movie, I felt like I was a part of their world for a little bit, and I didn't quite get the same feeling during the witch. Uh, and maybe it's because like it was so well done with like the sets and everything. I'm like that is what a lighthouse looks like. They have to go over here and do all this work. I felt like I was like a third guy who just didn't have any input during the movie. Uh, also, I mean, we got to talk about the performances. Robert Pattinson, just fresh off of Good Time, the most underrated movie of the past ten years, perhaps. That's he is. My he's excellent in everything. Yeah. Just, like like he's not bad in any movie he's ever been. In, of course, so. Willem Dafoe kills it. So yeah. You know, and and I think, like, the more I think about it, I think the problem with the movies like this for me is that I can never shake the feeling that I'm watching a movie. And it's not like I'm one of those people that's at the theater on my phone or I'm distracted or thinking about anything else. I just, I don't know. If, if I could immerse myself in movies like this, like you guys can, I might feel differently. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I can't. Like, even The Witch. Like, The Witch is a movie that I, like, really appreciate. I don't love it nearly as much as you guys do. Like, I think it's a really, really good, like, really well-done movie. But, like, 
I wouldn't say that it unsettled me. I wouldn't say that it scared me. I think one of the reasons I, I liked The Witch so much is I thought it was a different direction from a lot of horror movies that I had been seeing. And right. I also and haven't fresh. seen... I, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm not like overburdened with a lot of movies of the same genre because I saw The Lighthouse, and as far as I'm concerned, this is the second in the genre, and The Witch was the first. I don't know what the other ones are that you've been seeing, but I'm kind of glad uh, I haven't all, seen them now. All, all, of, all of the Ari Aster movies, uh, Mandy, oh. everything. Like, I mean, the, the checklist I went down of like things about this movie are like all things that apply to those movies. Too. Uh, you can just say A24 movies. I guess, I guess <laughs> I could see that, but like, I, I really feel like Midsummer is really different from these movies. Hereditary, kind they're, of, but Hereditary They're is... very, they're very different movies. Yeah. Like, I'm not suggesting they're the But you're same talking about like the feel or something? It's the, it's the, it's the same beats. It's the yeah. same trick. Like, like, tricks is a bad word to describe it because it sounds disparaging. Uh, when it's like, applied to Ari Aster, trick is exactly like, the like, word. Well, yes, but like I kind of feel that way about this too. It's like, oh man, we found this spooky thing on the beach, and then there's Robert Pattinson jacking off. Like, I, there, it's the same fucking shock value tension break that all of these movies use. And then like middle of the scene, oh the foghorn's back, the foghorn that just blares throughout the movie, and like, yeah, it's there for atmosphere, but also like I'm just annoyed by the foghorn after like ten minutes. Like I, I get it. Okay. It's a big loud noise in a movie with no score, but. Let's end it on an agreement. It this was slightly better than uh, the remake of The Fog, correct? I, I can agree to that. Yeah. It is it is probably the better Lighthouse movie I saw this year. <laughs> <laughs> Just probably, though. Parker, I, I bet if you see this, you're going to like it more than both of us. Correct. I get the strong feeling... I'm not off again till Sunday. That is probably not going to be in theaters, and that is don't don't quite don't upsetting. give me that. Take off work. We've we've I already am got looking through Cinemark right now, buddy. <laughs> it's go. not looking hot. What we've already got showtimes at AMC through next week. So I did. I will open my Alamo app. Staying, it's not like anything's coming out this week. Like yeah, Doctor Sleep, Parker. Ooh. If you need to fly up here to see the lighthouse, it might be important to do so. Okay, we'll do. <laughs> And the other thing is, like, if you're going to watch it, like, watch it on your TV. Because I think one of the best parts of this movie is when you see that the thing is just a fucking square. <laughs> I, I don't know. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I, I it, it really did. It contributed to the claustrophobic feeling of, oh, these guys are just trapped on this island, yeah. huh? You know, uh, Alex, how many people were in your theater? Because uh, when I saw it, I w it was just me and, like, maybe one other guy. And there were no laughs at any of the flatulence. Because I just kind of felt like the flatulence was there for realism instead of, like, oh, here's a little funny button on the end of the scene he farted it was it was a small theater probably like maybe 60 seats and i would say that two-thirds of them were full and as far as like the laugh lines went it was roughly equivalent to my experience with midsummer where like some people were laughing because they were tense and some people were laughing because haha the man made a fart noise oh. like i it's it's uh, I, I, I think I, the only I, laugh that the movie got out of me was um I think it was after Willem Dafoe gives, it, to me, it's the best part of the movie. It's where he gives a huge speech about, you know, you know Poseidon will rain down or whatever. And yeah. uh, the guy's like, okay, fine, I like your cooking. That was, yeah, I thought that was funny. That was... <laughs> it was a good tension relief there. If if I felt any tension, then I would agree. Yeah. But, Boy, we yeah. talked about The Lighthouse longer than uh, any other movie we've ever talked yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I could tell that you wanted to talk about it, and like it was a way that we could talk about it without yeah. spoiling anything. Yeah, we so haven't... I, I, feel, I feel this was a constructive Lighthouse I, I don't even know if we could spoil anything. Uh, it's, it's kind of a... It's kind of a weird movie, but in a good way. You should you should already know when you buy your ticket whether you like this movie. Yeah, that's true. Like, true. genuinely. Yeah. Um, 
The only other thing I watched this week, this is a movie that Parker talked about, uh, I don't know, two months ago maybe, called Red Eye, that I had never seen. Oh, man. My favorite Fox News comedy show. Let's hear it. So, <laughs> this is, what, the last movie that Wes Craven worked on before he died? Like, it, he died during production of this, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, he, is there he did a, one afterwards. One after? That okay. is, okay. Oh, it's right. rough. Wes Craven died? Buddy. Sorry, <laughs> I did not know I... I spent probably an hour of this movie not understanding, like, in what capacity Wes Craven was involved. And then Killian Murphy starts, like, limping around the house gargling because he's got a pen in his neck with a scarf on holding all the blood in. I went, oh, it's a Wes Craven movie now. Okay. So good. That movie's real good, man. It is. I had no expectations. That movie slaps. It's like a tight 90 minutes. Oh, man. I, I clocked it. 77 minutes. You love to see it, folks. And, like, it's great because, like, you've seen a movie on a plane before. Like, they're at the airport before they get on the plane and, like, all these side characters are being introduced and you're just sitting there like, ah, fuck, man. I don't want to go through this dipshit nine-year-old's backstory. Like, I don't care. I don't care why Angry Guy is so angry at the service people. And then you just don't, like, get any explanation of any of that shit. Like, it's just, they're just people on the plane that happen to have had this one interaction one time and you see them in the background in some scenes like oh yeah it's that guy like there's no more to it than that it's so fucking refreshing and because like, i'll tell you what i don't <laughs> care about in the thriller that takes place on an airplane and that's the fucking other passengers because like they take off they get through the takeoff she's nervous they're in the air it's like oh cool so we can't land now like we're near sick so i'm the bad guy you're gonna fucking do this i'm gonna kill your dad movie yeah. starting now Wasted yeah. no time. That's a it's that's a nice sleek movie that no one talks about. It's real good. I did not expect it to be that good. And then like when I looked at it in IMDB afterwards and it had a seventy three, I was like, you know what? That it's deserved. Absolutely. Like, surprising, but deserved. Like it's a good movie. Nice and tight. Like you can do much, much, much worse with eighty minutes of your time. That's, and also it's... with Wes Craven's films. Yeah. <laughs> Real mixed bag next there. week when I've watched another one because I'm on a run of good ones and I just I'm sure I'll just hate him again. Time to watch Shocker. <laughs> Do not watch Shocker. We're getting mixed right, messages Parker. here. <laughs> Parker, you're up. What do you got for us this week, buddy? Well, since we last recorded, I know what you want to get to. We'll get there. No, no, no. Take your time. Halloween <laughs> happened, <laughs> so of course I watch Halloween three. Still a masterpiece. Still one of the greatest movies ever made. I had forgotten that in the immortal scene where Tom Mackins is banging this allegedly old enough daughter character <laughs> that the woman next door is his real life wife. I totally forgotten. That. I did not know that. So he's just going to town while his actual wife gets her face lasered off. <laughs> and then I, I absolutely forgot this happens. She goes, what was that? And he goes, Ah, who cares? And it just cuts back to her mangled fucking face. <laughs> he goes, who cares? It just buries his face right into her cleavage. What a, what a fucking good movie. Like, Halloween 3 fucking rules. It cannot be overstated how yeah. good Halloween 3 is. <laughs> After that, it was still Halloween, so I watched a Cartoon Network TV film called The Scooby-Doo Project. Christopher, oh. I'm speaking directly to you. This is 1,000% your jam. Okay, let's see. Is this on uh, So It Goes? It's on YouTube. It's oh, like 15 minutes long. Wow. Okay. It was like a bunch of little interstitials they did during some marathon. But like, I like, think I heard literally, about like, this. It's filmed with real people in real locations 
but with Scooby and the gang just added in afterwards and dubbed <laughs> over. It's just a recreation of the Blair Witch Project. Like, f- filming the locals, filming the sheriff, investigating their disappearance... But then there's just the mystery machine driving through a real forest. <laughs> I would it's, enjoy this, I think. It's on YouTube. It's short. It is incredibly oh, good. It. I, dope, yeah. it was a wonderful surprise. Yeah. Speaking of surprises, folks, we know how good Netflix is with their original movies, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you finally watched it. Dolomite is my name? <laughs> oh, you wish, buddy. I watched a horror movie that debuted this month called Eli. Oh. Y'all fucking buckle up so i copied and pasted two different segments from the wikipedia plot summary because i'm going to spoil this movie no one should watch it but i just want to get across what happened and how i i think appreciate is the word the choices that were made so eli is a young boy suffering from a rare disease that causes severe allergic reactions to the outdoors so basically he's like bubble boy like he can't go outside he starts like rushing shit his parents have taken him to a secluded medical facility in a large old house that has been modernized and hermetically quarantined. So you got that happens. And then there's just an hour of seeing spooky ghosts. There's like 18 different, oh, let's see something in the mirror. Let me open it. Oh, is that the number to close it? Oh, it's behind you. Just every standard cliche jump scare you've ever seen. There's ghosts everywhere. Are these the ghosts of the prior patients? Who knows? And then we get to the reveal. Rather than having a disease... Eli is a child of Satan, and his reactions were manifestations of his emerging powers. I laughed so fucking hard as an hour into this movie. It's like, actually, these aren't nurses. They're all nuns, and this kid is the son of the devil. <laughs> and then he uses his mind powers to I just see. light the nuns on fire. I, I don't know why, but I, I really hate it when movies do shit like this. It sucks so bad it better is or worse son of the devil than keanu reeves uh, i mean or significantly worse doesn't have the accent Rosemary's baby. there's no bobby chicago oh uh, well uh, why would you watch this <laughs> like it's literally an hour of the worst shittiest conjuring spinoff and then they go actually he's the devil's kid fuck yourself <laughs> fucking stupid absolute garbage negative five stars but I laughed really hard, and that counts for something. <laughs> then before we started, I watched The Craft after Chris raved about it. And what a fucking good movie. Right? Just, like, top to bottom. Just what a solid movie. Did you watch it with the little I lady? Had... I think she would appreciate it. I did not, but we will next time. I think, yeah. She... Give her a try. She was out there getting just abusing White Claws. She doesn't like, like uh, oh. snakes, does she? Because I was going to say. <laughs> she loves snakes. There, oh, this is the movie. It for just her. happened to be on my desktop, and I didn't want to watch Good Boys tonight because I thought I'd be interrupted. Right. So I watched this no. instead. This boy, this movie works uh, in so so many different ways. Uh, God, God, you're gonna love Good Boys. <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the craft is fucking great. Like yeah. I, th- I had an inkling of where it was going. I wasn't expecting how much it would go in that direction, which I also appreciated. I, I, Very I think good. it's like it's. I don't know why I'm talking around it like it's not a 20 year old movie. Yeah, but, but still, still, like it totally works in the sense that it's about you know how women build friendships and end friendships and you know try to you know come to some sort of restitution at the end. You know, yeah, someone who has been extremely online for decades and been parts of several online cliques that just immediately turn on each other at a moment's notice. It very much resonated with me. Yeah, wouldn't know, dude. <sighs> Must be nice. <laughs> 
Now, Chris, you assigned me something last week and then changed your mind, and I appreciated that because I've had a pretty rough week, and while I'm sure I would have enjoyed Brazil, and I do intend to watch it because it's fucking six gigs and I already downloaded it and wasted bandwidth, <laughs> so I'm going to watch it eventually, I really needed the toxic adventure in my life. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> How... Have I not seen this movie? Right? This I, I am really, really surprised that I somehow saw this before you. Can we talk about Bozo? We could talk about the fact that they run over a kid's head and it explodes like a watermelon ten minutes into the movie. <laughs> Boy. We can talk about the fact that I am literally Melvin and that the main character's name is literally Melvin. And he's the biggest fucking Melvin I've ever seen. Is it okay if I do an impression of the Toxic Avengers voice? Let me do it. Oh. Hello, I am the Toxic Avenger. It is me. I am new and improved. <laughs> I don't know what happened. They must have made a decision. Because he has two modes. Either, as my girlfriend said, because she walked in the room while I was watching it, she said he just sounded like Bane from Batman and Robin. <laughs> He's either grunting or talking like Jim Carrey's Grinch. Those are his two modes. He talks like this, or he just goes, and throws people through walls. <laughs> It is. This is a movie where Parker, you often talk about Rob Zombie, uh, and that he. Do I? I should uh, stop doing I, that. Uh, I, I I've heard it, dude. Now, you've, it happens. You often talk yeah. about Rob Zombie and how much you love him, want to kiss him on the lips, okay, and how when he makes a movie uh, that you generally, uh, it it kind of feels like this is my one chance to make a movie. I'll just put as much fuck up shit in here as I possibly can. You know, uh, this kind of feels like that movie. Uh, it kind of feels that way because. I mean, that scene with a kid's head exploding, uh, the the other one is, they shoot a dog, right? Don't they shoot that woman seeing eye dog? Boy, I had forgotten about that. Yeah, maybe I don't watch that movie back on. Movie. She was not happy with me yeah. for not telling her that dog got shot. Yeah, that dog got shot. You hate to see it. Uh, there are all those other really gruesome scenes. I think that guy gets burned by the, uh, the hot oil for the fries or something. I'm a big fan of that standoff scene because uh, Fat Cook looks exactly like H. John Benjamin. Yeah, that's a good point. That's true. <laughs> uh, there is a lot of uh, nudity in the movie. Uh, uh... Please give me your impression <laughs> of the coolest gangster in this movie. Who every line is delivered through gritted teeth with veins throbbing. It's, it's important to talk about Bozo because Bozo, so good. everyone in this movie is overacting. Melvin is very clearly overacting. Melvin's doing an impression of someone. I don't know. All the women <laughs> are doing impressions of the most loose whores they've ever met in their lives. Uh, the, the blind girl, I don't know what she's doing an impression of. And then there's Bozo, who I just want to talk about the scene where where he's like, ah, ah, I'm at the gym. I'm not getting enough of a pump. And he sits down and he starts benching 80 pounds as fast as he can. <laughs> There's like one scene where it just cuts to him standing outside and going, ah, she's driving me crazy. Rishi. And then it just cuts again. Again, I, I can't emphasize it up. He's in the gym. The guy's like, dude, you're not lifting. He's like, ah, I'm not lifting. And he sits down. Again, it's like 80 pounds on that bar. And he just, he just starts benching that. It's fucking Dale Gripple weight. <laughs> The inciting incident is them cranking this nerd so bad that he flies out of a window into a vat of toxic acid, and he's like clearly dying. And then he just yells, "He's faking it! He can't take a joke!" He's so fucking Here angry comes that this the nerd. Fake. <laughs> he is livid that this nerd fell into a vat of acid. <laughs> what a fucking good like. 
the scene where there's like six people in a circle around him aiming guns at him and he just jumps and they all accidentally shoot each other is so <laughs> fucking good this is it, that's the thing is Alex there's a lot of ways to describe that I don't know Parker we even getting close to describing just the atmosphere of Trobaville it's it is indescribable it is also indescribable much like there are our favorite three fucking uh, the, what's the Rob Zombie one again the Honda Word of all Super Beast I'm out. not talking about that <laughs> Uh, it's. I, I know that's like that's, the worst comparison I could ever possibly make, but this is the one where every single time I recommend it to someone, they have a fantastic time. I recommended this to David at work. He says it might be the new favorite movie. Like the look of horror on my face as I opened Prime and search Toxic Avenger and got, oh, do you want to watch Toxic Avenger Four: Citizen Toxie? And I just like <laughs> lean forward, like, oh, here comes the big one. I'm fucking dying. They, they made a video game of this. They made a children's animated show about this. That should be illegal. Yeah, they're ugh. someone should have stepped in at some point because this is a very R-rated movie. <laughs> the most aggressively R-rated movie I've seen in quite a long time, <laughs> but in a good way because this is like more of a comedy. Now, there's one last thing I really want to talk about here. It's just a complete misnomer that everyone keeps applying to this and it makes me mad people call this a good bad movie this is not my this this is not this doesn't meet my definition of a good bad movie okay because this movie was made to be the way that it is i don't know what the best comparison is but it might actually someone be batman and robin which uh correct again, they're they're trying to to do this this is what they're going for they're doing this on purpose there's no way you can look at bozo's face and be like oh they must not have known like, come on. Every time Boza delivers a line, he looks like he's trying to go Super Saiyan in real life. <laughs> there is so much strain. You can just see his teeth just grinding down like they're being built. You can tell that he's, like, crossing his eyes on purpose. You can tell that everyone has, like, coke boogers le- leaking out of their noses. Everyone yes. is just... Clearly, the director told him, yeah, just, I don't know, have fun with it. And everyone is going Faster, as more hard intense. as they pass... Everyone's going as hard as they possibly can. And also, you don't make a good bad movie on purpose. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. You can't make this and go like, "Oh wow, this is so good bad." Like, no. That's, yeah, like a good bad movie would be like the room. That's that's a good bad or, or Troll Two this or something. Is. You know, this this no though. Choices were made. Yeah. You don't accidentally give those performances and again, because it is Bozo. you cannot accidentally deliver any of Bozo's lines with that intensity. Alex, I cannot recommend this movie enough to you. It's it's on the list. Don't yeah. worry, buddy. <laughs> oh yes, Quite it is powerful. on the list oh also that list. Oh, bad news maybe he won't like it <laughs> all right now that those are out of the way <laughs> folks let's talk let's about Jerry runaway <laughs> no let's start with runaway now yes. alex i had forgotten the things he told me about it all i remembered was tom Selleck. fair so imagine my surprise movie starts credits roll Gene Simmons <laughs> did a fucking double take at the screen like surely surely he's fucking with me surely Gene Simmons isn't the main villain of this cyber thriller starring Tom Selleck this movie's <laughs> weird because it feels like the second or third movie in a franchise I've never seen before yeah everything is just matter of fact like yeah I mean this is the world this is the world we all live in and all these it looks like 1984, but also everything's high-tech and we have all these robots. See, you didn't see the last one? I felt lost for a solid 20 minutes. Because, <laughs> like, it just looks like a movie from the 80s. And then Tom Selleck's kid has a talking trash can for a mom. I'm like, what the fuck ever, movie? Yeah. <laughs> it's... 
I also did not remember, written and directed by Michael Crichton. What the fuck? Oh, Edward yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which means it might have actually been part of a franchise. <laughs> like, this... It's just, what the fuck? <laughs> That's most of my notes. It's like, what the fuck? But in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> the movie absolutely slaps. It's it's fucking so great how it's like... There's, like, this terrorist that's manipulating robots to do crime. And Tom Selleck is, like, the cop that investigates haywire robots. And, like, investigates, like, real crimes. And then it's like, oh, there's a haywire robot at a construction site. Go deal with this for ten minutes. <laughs> We're gonna helicopter you in there. There's a faulty robot. <laughs> it's just nothing to do with the plot. Just like, hey, go fix this construction robot. He even gets, like, the plucky young rookie who's new to the scene to teach her about killer robots. <laughs> <laughs> The fucking killer robot spiders that shoot acid is, that is so such funny. a good thing. <laughs> it's Gene that Simmons, entire climax with Gene Simmons just making that face the whole time. So many POV elevator shots. Tom <laughs> Selleck's scared of heights in this movie. Not scared of the robot spiders that like bite you and shoot acid into you and murder you, but he's scared of the elevator. <laughs> what an incredibly good movie that would have gone my entire life without ever knowing about you're welcome buddy I knew you would appreciate it but let's get to what you came here for <laughs> if anyone else watched The 7 and told me hey man this movie is really up your alley I would never speak to them again <laughs> but you're not anyone else and you understand me on a deep philosophical level <laughs> the movie opens with Dean Kane talking into a camera about the devil and then putting on the shittiest mask I've ever seen in my life. Correct. As, like, he's giving this monologue about the devil while this dude's super nervous about putting his seed in a girl so she can birth the second coming of Satan. Big week for children of the devil in my household. A lot of good accents in this movie. and uh, That's what we're calling them, huh? A lot of yeah, pretty good. I think it's just British people talking normally, but ah, uh, disagree. We'll get to the janitor. Oh yes, my good friend Squeaky. <laughs> this prologue is it's very shot very artistically with a lot of black and white with fake film grain, so you know it's retro. <laughs> with they're performing the satanic ritual on this girl in this little kid season, he's like. Ah, oh, jeez, I don't think so. And he just fucking turns on the gas and lights a match and burns the house down with everyone inside. And then we just cut to present day in a fucking high school. <laughs> the absolute nerve. And then it's just an hour of these teens. Some like each other, some don't. Some have a crush on each other, some don't. Hey, we broke into the school. Aw, oh, jeez. We don't have the keys. I guess we're stuck here. There's no other way to get out of a school in 2019. <laughs> hey, let's go down to the stage. Ah, oh, it's all set up. Let me go backstage. Oh, cool. A Ouija board. Let's Jesus. use it. No. <laughs> so it before it... or after they smoke the pound of weed. <laughs> that scene goes on for approximately 45 minutes. <laughs> With the worst fake high acting you've never seen that last four, three minutes. And then they're all normal looking. <laughs> and then zombies, question mark. Oh, God. At this point, I'm like, all right, very funny. You wanted me to watch the Dean Kane thing. Uh, you got me. You got me. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> and then my notes begin to say, what? 
what the fuck is going on? Is he talking to God? Because as it turns out, the characters all die, but then our main character talks to God. Which is the least convincing God I've ever seen in a movie. Like, sub-public access level beard on this fucking dude. He's sent back in time to fix everything. And then he does, and then the janitor is like, Ah, I see you were given a second chance. This fucking janitor, this old man named Squeaky, has been here this whole time and sees his kid and knows like, Ah, sick, you talked to God and were given a second chance to stop the hauntings. Let me explain. I was the boy in the beginning who burned those motherfuckers to die. <laughs> and he talks like this, so we get all the backstory delivered to this dialogue. It's so fucking good. <laughs> the last ten minutes is an exposition dump of him explaining <laughs> that he was a wee little lad and saw Dean Cain and a bunch of British people trying to impregnate a girl. <laughs> and the movie ends with the main character with a new lease on life talking to his crush on the phone and then she just turns at the camera with a demon face like the fucking end of the thriller music video and does a disembodied <laughs> shitty laugh. Five stars. No one on the planet should watch it but me and Alex. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> if any, It's like you said, if anyone else recommended this movie to you. Just stop talking. If anyone I knew in real life was like, oh, dude, I saw this movie you would dig, 45 minutes in, I would block their phone number. <laughs> But because it was you, I knew in my heart of hearts. And boy, that paid off. <laughs> to do this whole fucking stupid movie with zombies and then just have God go, Hey kid, catch. And then send it back in time. A plus. I, just, you, the fucking, when they find the Ouija board and by using it, they find out that their friend got murdered off camera and is now talking to them through the Ouija board. That was the point at which I knew. Alright, this movie is what? terrible and also rules. Two. What, years ago? Months? Minutes ago? Well, that can't be right because the only thing left is minutes. Wait, Ouija board, what's your name? <laughs> Good news. I've checked Letterbox, and I am one of seven people who have logged this movie. God bless, dude. You'd love to see oh, it. Good. <laughs> what was the average score, per se? Uh, not good, as it turns out. I'm surprised. <laughs> who is this person that gave it three stars? Present. You <laughs> found my burner on Letterbox. Well, let me give you all a surprise twist and talk about one more movie. That Alex, I know especially, will be very, very interesting for you. Oh, pog. It's a film called Man's Best Friend. Oh. A genetically engineered dog escapes from the science facility where it was created. A family takes it in, unaware of its deadly instincts, which soon emerge. The scientist who created the dog tries to find it before it's too late. Oh, and also the scientist is Lance Henriksen. Parker is fuck it, me. Park, God, God Parker, God is this more like the lawnmower man or the guest? Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> this movie bounces between silly PG comedy and brutal R-rated movie <laughs> a lot. <laughs> All of my notes are just different scenes of the dog killing people. Cuz well, let me just scroll through here cuz I have a lot to rile off here. Cuz we get to the point where like 20 minutes in Lance Center is telling the cops like, "No, you don't fucking understand. Like, this dog is all hyped up on psychotics." And in like 
there's a countdown. And once that countdown happens, his he's just gonna fucking snap and he's gonna split and just freak the fuck out. And then he reveals to them the dog is spliced with DNA of a shitload of animals. Like snakes, bears, jaguars, chameleons, and monkeys. All of this shit is just put into this giant ass dog. There's a scene where he's chasing this cat because he just wants to murder it. The cat climbs a tree. His claws extend. He climbs the tree and unhinges his jaw and eats it whole like a snake. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. There's there's a slow motion scene of a mailman pepper spraying the dog and then the dog just ripping out his jugular. (laughs) (laughs) The dog, who had previously gnawed through the brake lines on the boyfriend's car. The boyfriend tries to poison him. The dog sniffs it out and chases him through the house and tries to bite his dick off. We find out the dog has acidic piss and he pisses acid onto a guy's face. (laughs) It is incredibly good. It is a thousand percent in your future. Because Lance Henderson is just wearing the comfiest denim jacket for every scene he's in. (laughs) As he delivers very serious dialogue about his beautiful boy Max. It is. Like, it'll be this, like, silly, like, oh, wow, we got this new dog. This fucking idiot brings it home. There's a scene where she just lets the neighbor kid take it on a leash over to her do- to his house. Spoilers. It has its way with that boy's poor dog. It, it's, like, played for a laugh. It follows the dog. Like, it breaks in through the window. Follows the dog upstairs. It, it cuts to the neighborhood, and you just hear a howl. Like, oh, sick. This dog rape joke is played for laughs. It is... It's a lot. I have had... Well... A week of movies. <laughs> Who just wants to talk about Cherry Falls? Because this uh. guy does. First of all, the very beginning of this movie kind of feels like... Uh, <laughs> It almost has like Lord of the Rings music in the background showing the church and everything like that, really setting up the subtext here is maybe you're not supposed to have sex before marriage. So I actually, I didn't know that this was going to be like a science fiction movie as well as a horror movie. So the way... (laughs) This fucking guy. all of the above. So the way that the movie... Well, it's also Throck. So the way that the movie starts is there's this really hot young couple in a car and uh, the guy admits to this girl that he's an alien. I why would you never tell a high school girl you're why would you give that away all right so anyway his name is through Nobulax and uh he's like oh I'm glad you wrote this yeah down. so I'm dude same here I'm so happy yeah, so through Nobulax is uh trying to get with this girl right he's telling her about what the mating process is like for people on his home planet and he's telling her it's like it's kind of like Mayflies they have like one really glorious bout of sex but then they die off First of all, if I'm the girl, I, I don't want to sleep with him right then because, like, then you have to deal with a corpse that's just inside of you. You got to remove that. Also, he doesn't get to buy you, like, uh, really nice presents afterwards because then he's dead. And, you know, that, that doesn't seem like a long term plan. Uh, anyway, I also don't know why the killer decides to kill off through Nobulax. You could have waited 15 minutes and he would have died on his own. You didn't have to do anything. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know. It's like, it, okay, five minutes if you're Parker. But still, can, can you imagine... That's being yeah. <laughs> very generous, and I appreciate it. Can you imagine coming all the way to this planet just to get cucked by a murderous, knife-wielding psychopath? <laughs> it's a rough beat, man. I've never been more confused by the start of a movie I've seen before. I know! It, he never comes back. There's never another mention of his alien planet. I just... It's 
just kind of weird. Man, I, it's, the the worst part of this for me was like I watched this scene, I paused the movie, I went, I fucking know that guy. He's in stuff. And then I looked it up and realized, actually, no, he's not. He just has one of those faces. It really pissed me off. I think he was one of the aliens in uh, fucking Starship Troopers. So let's uh, go. Is our lead actress Brittany Murphy? Is that who this individual is? Yes. Okay. yes. Yeah, she claims to be Brittany Murphy. And uh, she's with her lover in a car. And uh, I guess no one wants to have sex in this town or something. I, I guess yeah. uh, I, I guess. Um, the guy who played the Shermanator was not available, yeah. so they got his brother or something. Yeah. Fucking what right? is going on Thank with this guy's you. hair? Okay, that's we need to discuss the hair. What's... We're gonna have a lot to talk about with this character. Yes, we will. But, let's uh... let's one thing, first things first. <laughs> we'll get there. So uh, she he makes a joke. He's like, "Hey, don't you ever get scared that you'll die a virgin?" And she says, "Haha, yeah, it's like global warming." I didn't follow that joke. I don't see how it's at all like that. That's so fucking funny now. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. It's a, this is a very prescient movie. Yeah. Very... <laughs> anyway, so her bizarre mother decides to cuck him. Uh, this is a lot of people getting cucked here, and they have a very very strange conversation at the window. A very awkward conversation. This whole scene. But I I liked it a lot because it was so awkward. It was so off kilter, so offbeat, so bizarre that it felt very very realistic to me so i'm glad you brought that up because i think like if we're judging like the things that are actually done really well about this movie the fucking awkwardness of the high schoolers is maybe better than it is in any other movie that i've seen i think you might be up there yeah they are so accurately fucking awkward yes like I don't know how old most of them are supposed to be like i i think she says how old she is at one point i'm hoping they're 18 well, I, for the most Buddy, part, like you see, for you. <laughs> you see, you see a high school movie, and like it's just assumed that, like, unless it's said otherwise, like everybody is like a fucking senior, yeah, or, like yeah, bare minimum, like 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 sixteen going on yeah. seventeen. Like, you could convince me that everyone in this movie is actually a fourteen-year-old just based on the way they act, and it's believable. <laughs> based on the like, way they act, yes. Based on the way they look, uh, maybe not. <laughs> no, no, the, they look older, but also like. They're high schoolers. They're super fucking immature. Most movies like this, the high schoolers act way older than they actually are. And in this, they don't. And that's a really good point. Because a lot of people will talk about, oh, they cast a 30-year-old to play a high schooler. They're usually talking about, like, a Chris Evans is playing a high schooler when he's clearly in his 30s, right? But it's not just the fact that he looks like he's in his 30s or in his, like, 20s, really. I mean, it's Chris Evans. But he also acts kind of like how a 20-year-old thought they acted in high school. You know, like, he's he's going to be the buff jock uh, football captain who's really smooth. Look. I played on the football team with the football captains. They were not smooth. They were fake smooth. We we know how they were. It's it's kind of uh, obvious. Whereas here, all the guys are fucking skis balls. They're all just like even the guy who's like the apple that one girl's eye. She's this is the one that she really wants. The guy who all he does is eat and smoke weed. I fucking do yeah. <laughs> It's it just to me. It's like yeah, you know what? That seems like a more accurate portrayal of a high schooler I know, rather than the guy who's like winking at all the ladies and stuff like that. I mean, come on. No one in this movie is cool. Yeah, and that's like one of the best things about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and uh, to go back to that scene you're talking about for a second, yeah. where the dude gets cucked by the mom. Are her parents divorced? Because I can't tell. Uh, I don't like this think whole so. fucking really scene, man. That, uh... This whole scene where he's trying to make a move on her, she's like, "Oh no!" He's like, "Well, it's been a year, so maybe we should rethink this." 
and then her mom comes out, I would slit my own throat in that <laughs> yeah. seat immediately. Oh, yeah. oh, if I get dumped because I won't put out, and then my mom comes to the car to bum a smoke, <laughs> that's it. Movie's over, because I'm like, dead in this car. The mom followed them to dad's house like do they not live to- i can't i don't know i i, this I don't movie's know. Very it never really gave me a clear indication right there uh the way she is talking to him while her daughter is sitting right there is the most uncomfortable i, I, I have to admit actually i, I kind of liked uh Brittany murphy her hair in this scene that is like the most accurate portrayal of something's about to happen or something just happened here you know and someone did a really good job on her hair in that scene i, w- I was kind of like, laughing at it so if my partner how abominable this week is yeah <laughs> if my partner just told me like hey it's been a year you won't put out maybe we should break up and then looked at my mom and said your headlights are on <laughs> <laughs> fucking murder suicide okay, so right there is on the spot high in this scene because her mom sounds like she's high I have a her lot mom, of questions. So, her mom has very powerful mom from Nightmare on Elm Street energy. <laughs> that was, yes, yeah, just obviously. fucked up the entire yeah. movie. Just pilled out of her yeah. mind. So let's uh, move on to their high school. Uh, they go to, what is it, George Washington High School or something like that. She's got a sure. bizarre friend who wears makeup. Has weird, it, is this is this guy like making fun of gay people or something? Whenever I see a performance like this, it just kind of feels like they're sort of like making fun of gay people. Like it's like really I, over the top. It was the year two thousand, buddy. Yeah, got so, bad yeah. so like I I don't remember when like Perez Hilton and all that culture became a thing, but I felt like this character was like trying to riff on that, but also it might have predated it. So I, well, this I movie know. came out before Mean Girls, right? So Mean Girls was 03. Yeah, yeah. So this came out before that. I I don't know. Whenever I see something like this, uh, it it just reminds me of that Jim Carrey skit from In Living Color. I'm gay. I'm like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can kind of tell. Hello, man. I'm the loud eccentric gay friend. Yeah. All right, so got we it. Move free nine eleven, man. We 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 cut this one slack. So let's talk about we Jay Moore. They coming. go to uh, Jay Moore's uh, uh, classroom oh to discuss God. the recent killing. Sensitive teacher. And uh, he really does look like Diet Anthony Michael Hall. Uh, so here's the thing: if you gather a whole bunch of students that classroom, it's like, uh, so does anyone have any thoughts on this? Boy, I just feel like that's like the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. That's when I Man, started suspecting a, Anthony Michael died. Anthony Michael Hall, Jay Moore. What a what a realistic portrayal of the one English teacher at every school that all the alt kids like. Yep. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> this whole scene speaks to me deeply of just like people sort of trying to have a genuine moment and just immediately being made fun of by their <laughs> yes. peers. Hey, my friend said, "Yeah, I mean, he was he's cool, I guess." Parker, Parker I don't know, what man. was that movie that we watched where the... <laughs> was it Idle Hands where that woman was just like, yeah, one time in third grade. I, I don't... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that was the scene that was coming up. I had strong vibes from that. But uh, you're right. It's, everyone's talking about like, oh, I wonder if they chopped up his body or, or something like that. And then he turns to Brittany Murphy. He's like, hey, I'm sure you have some intelligent thoughts on this. I'm glad I wasn't in that classroom because I would have been like, he was just a kid. He was cut down in the prime of his life and now he'll never become a human. He'll never realize his potential. And this is the evil that we have to put up with. It's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to cheer up anyone in that room, you know? All I needed was one person in that room to be like, nah, I knew he was an alien. Man. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean him? It was just the girl. They never found the alien body parts. <laughs> the FBI is just on the scene in the background. <laughs> Speaking of, I love when they're doing the autopsy. With a magnifying glass. (laughs) (laughs) When they're doing the autopsy, like, I mean, we can't 
tell if he's a virgin, but he hadn't had <laughs> because sex Because he didn't have human parts. <laughs> <laughs> there was no penis on him, so we're not entirely sure what he was. Like, imagine being in high school and just being put on the spot of, hey, uh, say something nice about this dead kid. Like, oh, fuck, what? Yeah, I talked to, like, four people in high school. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to say? Uh, Three of them were on Xbox Live. He didn't shove me in a locker. So, Actually, then the sheriff comes, and the sheriff is played by Michael Bean, our good friend of the podcast, and uh, he's also the mother of Brittany Murphy, the main character, whose name is Jody. I'm the only one who remembers that. Uh, and he, he says, all right, one of your friends is dead. All right, one of you speak up. All right, what's going on here? Who tells me? And... I, I want to quote Jay Moore on this, who says, Sheriff, Plato says that, and whatever he wa- he said after that, I was laughing way too hard to hear. <laughs> Just quoting it's, Plato. It's like this immediately fucking, in on this movie. This fucking sheriff walking in and having this who are you working for scarecrow moment, this class of grieving high schoolers, is so good. Just interrogating a room full of children, like, if anyone knows anything, you better fucking tell me. Well, uh, Plato said, <laughs> like, uh, the most small town bull, he, oh, you just, he know he wanted to shove him in oh, the locker course, so yeah. badly. He was, he spent a lot of time inside lockers, so, anyway. He was about to hit him with a fucking flashlight right there in front of those kids. <laughs> so, we cut to the, uh, cafeteria. I think this is one of the better scenes of the movie, because I think this really captures the awkwardness that Alex was talking about. Uh, we have Jody who... I, I kind of like Jodie because she just looks like a normal kid. Like, she, she's cute. I mean, I'm not going to say that she's, like, ugly or even plain-looking. I'll say her friend is plain-looking. Uh, and she's really interested in... I don't even know the guy's name. Uh, the guy who just eats, and there's nothing interesting about him besides he looks like... <laughs> he kind of looks like, uh, was he, younger Jimmy Fallon or something? Uh, he's he just... I don't know what's so appealing about it, but that's high school romance, you know? That for some reason, you're into that individual. And I actually, I have to admit, when she was looking over there at the two, like, tables of boys throwing food at each other, I was like, is she going to hook her friend up with a fat guy? Because I kind of want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm always a sucker for a good uh, high school lunchroom scene. Yeah, that was, that was good. Actually, I gotta say, that guy has a laptop. I mean, he's just letting that guy throw food at him? I... I don't know. I don't know if I like that, but it does lead to. I, I can't imagine having a laptop in high school in two thousand. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I can't imagine. I would never bring a laptop to high school. Period. Either way, uh, this Same. this does lead to one of the actual funny lines in this movie uh, that was funny on purpose and that made me laugh pretty hard. Is she thinks fellatio is a character in Shakespeare? <laughs> It just Pretty turns into an argument where he just keeps yelling out loud that she sucks dicks. <laughs> the entire She's scene. kicking his ass, too. She's, like, really as getting he, on him. Yeah, you're lucky the teacher stopped me from kicking your ass, whore, as he's being dragged away while she's just fucking unloading yeah, on him. She, yeah, she could take down a couple of those security guards. And Again, it's kind of an odd argument. Also, the character before, the one who frosted his hair, uh, his entire hair, down to the roots, too. It was kind of weird. He was talking about... Uh, I guess he really wants to sleep with that one girl who's had a lot of sex because he's into experience or something like that. And it's like, you know they're going to end up together and they're going to be awfully friendly about it. So that's a cute couple in the making. Uh, anyway, I, I just appreciate uh, Jody's very plain, average, regular, normal-looking friend having interest in the guy who does nothing but eat because that's me. Gives hope <laughs> yeah, yeah, to all yeah. of us out there. We can get someone <laughs> who's... love treats, <laughs> snacks food so uh <laughs> we cut to uh in- interior jody's home she's wrestling with her dad uh 
Didn't care yeah, for that. that, 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 that the thing is, wild. I didn't have that much of a problem with it because I used to coach wrestling. I think self-defense for women is extremely important. I, I absolutely emphasize that. But then she asks, like, Dad, can't you give me, like, mace <laughs> or a ray gun or a stun gun? And he says no. He's lying. He absolutely can because through Nobulax yes. probably had a ray gun in his car. Gun you can just check the evidence lockers. <laughs> Dude, Parker, the scene that this reminded me of is the fucking scene in Abducted where Taylor Lautner's dad is just beating the shit out of him in the backyard. <laughs> For coming home drunk and just beating us. Yeah, he's just like, all right, you're hungover. Let's go box in the backyard. So I want to talk about the way that this scene, uh, pr- like, again, you said you didn't care for it. I think there's one moment that we all didn't care for when he ends up on top of her and they're face to face. I really Look, this... didn't need that. This what? scene would have been fine if not recontextualized by the whole rest of the movie. Well, the, yeah, we'll I know what movie that. I'm watching, and that lingered too long. I did not care Even, for it. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it? It lingered about as long as Tom Brady's kiss with his son. So I was not happy about it. So, uh... <laughs> do you think his son took his powers? Oh, that's a possibility. Is that why he sucks this year? <laughs> got blown the fuck out by the Ravens, which curious, helps man. me during oh. the game of games. So watch your tone. Uh, anyway. <laughs> hey, buddy. I'm not in last place this week. Don't oh, worry. Good. Anyway. Jeez. Oh, uh, That's ominous. <laughs> so, some stuff progresses. Uh, so, I guess someone else got killed or something. Who, who gets yeah. killed next? Yeah, it's, Look. it's the girl from the lunchroom that, like, you know, they're, oh, like, gossiping right, in the lunchroom right, right, right. about how she's yeah. a virgin. And then the very next scene is her dying. Yeah, because she gets killed by... Which, which is, like... Sorry. It's it's clearly meant to like throw you to like oh it's the gay gossip queen is like the one that's killing yeah. people because he knows all the gossip yeah. and then but it's also because uh, that would lead you to believe it because we can see that whoever is doing this is dressed up like a woman they got the long hair the heels the tights right. you know whatever and, and they're like they're clearly doing a falsetto like, like voice. I'm a yeah, yeah. they're doing like the Monty Python voice you know so uh... uh, yes the funniest voice ever recorded in yeah that's exactly what they're doing uh, here so. <laughs> Really got Isn't me it hilarious that I'm dressed as a woman? <laughs> so next movie is that Eddie Izzard movie, right? Okay. Anyway, uh, oh man, I, I just was got doing sick. the female David Pumpkins voice. Uh, Eddie Quiz. So again, with her father comes in to her room while she's sleeping. He wakes her up and she's like, "Huh, what, Dad?" And he sits down on her bed. Already, that's a bit much. And he puts his. We need to. We need to explain how we got here. Uh, I, we're missing a, a key point, which is the the coroner discovering. Oh right. The yeah. link between oh, these kids. Right, yeah. Otherwise, this scene makes no Sorry, sense. Sorry, that's a good point. Yeah. The the they go to the. Uh, that's the scene from Body Bags. Uh, no John Carpenter, unfortunately. Uh, they're in the morgue and they're going through uh, her body. It's like, yeah, we could tell that the uh, the hymen's broken and uh, she she not, not broken, broken, not broken. Actually. Sorry. And uh, I don't know how sex works. Come on. And uh, we could we don't know if Same. this guy had sex, but look at him. Probably not. So <laughs> <Just> the, the <laughs> fact that like yeah, two of them have virgin carved on them, and then there's this guy who claimed he was an alien because he was trying to fuck some girl. Like, so clearly they're all three virgins. There's a link here. Oh my god. And now that you've said Shermanator, I just keep imagining him as the Shermanator talking about himself as the Shermanator. <laughs> and it's really fucking with this whole thing. Yeah, so... I, fucking with or improving. Yeah. I am a futuristic love machine. <laughs> and he just gets stabbed in the throat. So, <laughs> so anyway... Uh, come from the planet of fuck. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, the sheriff discovers, uh, it's all virgins that are getting off. And he immediately jumps to the conclusion that if my daughter's not a virgin, she'll be safe. So he goes to her room, opens a door, 
sits on her bed, wakes her, hey, honey, wake up, and puts his arm over her body. It's just, again, a little too close for that sort of thing because I don't know about you guys. I still think that she's 18. And it's just a I don't know. Absolutely not. Or even, even, oh, no. I don't know what, 16? I, I, I don't care. Whatever. It, old enough that she developed enough that he shouldn't be that close with her. And then he asked her, "What a, again, I'll add a line. I don't know if this is supposed to be funny, but I laughed pretty hard at it. Uh, are you two kissing? <laughs> Which I really thought the, the follow-up question, and she was just like, of course. I kind of thought that the follow-up line was going to be, are you two kissing on the mouth? <laughs> <laughs> he's really going through all the bases I, I thought he was going to be like what, a, what about the rest you know vis-a-vis bases and I really hope that she was going to say you mean like hugging you <laughs> didn't get that though so uh, she says no I haven't done that and everything and this is the point where I started to wonder why didn't this get a theatrical release because this movie knows exactly what it is and I love it <laughs> and then <laughs> Honey, is anyway. he giving you that good dick? Is he hitting your back walls morning, noon, and night? Just, he fucking, is he making like, your toes curl as opposed to, say, making a grocery list in your fucking, head? He asks his daughter if she's a virgin. She says yes. He looks at her disappointedly and is like, well, like, can you not be? And I'm well, like, All right, I think on. she misinterprets him. I think she doesn't understand what he's saying. He's like... Is Correct, because there... why would your dad be telling you to it's have the, It's sex? the way that he says it. He words it in a way that she would take it would be an awkward sort of wording, which would be like, is there any further that you can go? And she says, oh, yeah, there are like three bases we haven't touched so far. And he's and you, can, you kind of see the look of disappointment in his face. He's like, oh, never mind. Sorry, I thought my uh, daughter would have been uh, not an incel, but okay. I didn't realize I raised a fucking yeah, loser. Geez. Didn't realize I was watching you. Have any idea how much? <laughs> you have any idea how much sex I had when I was your age, little lady? You're grounded for another two weeks. <laughs> well, we'll find out later, buddy. Oh, jeez. Womp womp. So, yeah. are we almost at the best scene in the movie? Because yeah. I'm very excited to talk about it's, it. Yes, it's the next oh, scene. Okay, so oh, what? It, let's talk about the next scene here. Because I wrote down exactly what that guy says to the sheriff. It, okay, good. I'll, I'll set it yeah. up for you. So. So the sheriff goes to the principal and is like, we need to get all of the parents, like, we need to get all the parents to have an assembly in the school. We need to tell them that this serial killer is only killing virgins and that they should be, like, protecting their kids or whatever. And, you know, it's like, oh, you know, should they, like, like are you trying to tell these parents that their kids should be having sex? Blah, 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 whatever. And then, like, you go to the assembly. Oh, this one? <laughs> yes, yes. Like, so, like, Brittany Murphy and her gay friend are are there, like, like snooping on this yeah. as the parents are uh, all assembled listening to the sheriff tell them that virgins are being hunted down Parker take it away we might have a different line because the one I wrote down is as the kids are filing in the guy's talking to the sheriff and he has he can't say it too loud because their kids are coming so he's whisper yelling if someone tells his kids someone's out there murdering virgins we're gonna have a goddamn fuck fest on our hands <laughs> we are definitely talking about different lines then because I thought you were writing down the confrontation between the yep, two parents yep that's what I'm Jim. thinking of <laughs> I didn't write that down word for word but I wrote it down the idea is like <laughs> you know, I don't think you have to worry buddy what the fuck is that just supposed like, to be what am I supposed to do lock my daughter in the basement and he's like hey I wouldn't worry about that what the fuck did you say <laughs> guy's like hey man don't worry i was just joking, I was just joking about, about your, your daughter teenage being daughter slime. being a whore 
<laughs> that thing that <laughs> even <laughs> us parents know. And then they start shoving, and then all the parents start fighting oh, in the middle of this assembly. Melee. I was just waiting this for like this assembly a... that was called to tell them, "Hey, your kids need to start banging, or they're gonna get murdered." <laughs> I was just waiting after that guy said, "I don't think you have to worry about that, Steve." I was just waiting for all the fathers of the eyes to start nodding sagely. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, town oh, bicycle. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. <laughs> myself too. So. I was just joking. A time like this, and just gets up and gets a real angry dad. So I'm pretty sure this is a scene where uh, this. You know what, Parker? You mentioned uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. This kind of felt like a Nightmare on Elm Street sort of scene going through the school. They don't go into like a boiler room or anything. But like, she's searching for her gay friend. Uh, Can we talk about why she's searching for him? Because he just he he takes her cell phone. She had. She has to get her comically large 2000 cell phone. Yeah, it looks like a TI 83 plus. So uh, he takes that away and. He has a bizarre conversation. He just disappears like a ghost from the past. And uh, she finds him stuffed in a locker and stabbed and everything. And then the murderer comes after her. And uh, she's able to escape. And this is when it becomes very, very obvious that this is a man in a woman suit. Because... Well... Sorry. Let's talk about the most obvious thing about this scene. Which is, of course, what the fuck is the music? Oh, (laughs) thank you. This movie's soundtrack... It has to be filler, right? That's the thing that was so uh, disappointing about We'll that. figure something out later. That's the reason this uh, what songs are we buying? There's no 90s butt rock. All right, uh, what songs are we going to license? Oh, it's just going straight to cable? All right, yeah, fuck you, just leave that in. Is, like, is this stolen from one of the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movies, or is it stolen from Hackers? I can't tell. Yes. Like, Boy, two future episodes. <laughs> it just it sounds like somebody who thinks that the Prodigy the is Lord the coolest band in the world. <laughs> Okay. There's a lot of prodigy yeah. sound alike. It, it of... And like this is happening during like a tense chase scene I... through a dimly lit high yeah, school so... and it's just like like the it's... fucking music was more inappropriate than in uh than Ravenous. No, yeah. no, no, I was, was going to say it was like The Haunting of Sharon Tate. <laughs> it, it just felt like it was so completely off. I'm glad that you pointed that out. But yeah, she uh, ends up throwing the killer into, uh, I think it's a trophy case or something like that. Uh, and you hear, I'm a guy voice. And you're like, oh, it's pretty obvious that that's not... Um, that's not a woman. So at this point, I have a number of suspects, uh, one of which is uh, Jay Moore, because he just seems kind of off. And the other one is that guy who died his hair because he's in the movie. I have to, yeah. say, I have to say, because uh, Scream. Scream made me think that it was both the guy who does nothing but eat and the guy who really wants to hook up with a whore. Uh, I thought like maybe they were going to tag team up and it was another Scream mm-hmm. rip-up. But again, this movie does not exist without Scream. But it's also like its own movie in a good way. I mean, I... I actually ended up liking this, you know. Not the same. Anyway, uh, it's well, not I've seen good, a lot of screen rip off. I've seen a lot of screen <laughs> so rip off. I think this is this about is the scene where there. afterwards everyone feels really bad for Jody because uh, she almost got killed or something. I don't know. And uh, this is where her she comes into school. Yeah, her, yeah, yeah she comes into school. school yeah, the next day. she's and, a, some sort of hero and everything. But there's more to it than that. It's also the father has a conversation with the sheriff, or the sheriff has a conversation with the principal. Be like, hey, remember. Uh, John J. Jamal Harris Smith, she was a friend of mine too, or whatever, used to go to her school. And uh, you're like, she. that's where uh, the girl picks up. You're like, oh, I'm closer to solving the mystery, right? Also, this is where uh, the teens decide that they will have a goddamn fuck fest on she, their hands. She, go, she goes back to school, and like everyone's like swarming her. She's a fucking celebrity. Yeah. 
And like they're like, hey, are you okay? Blah 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 blah. We get this weird shot of Jay Moore, just like, hey, if you need anything, let he's me like know. being pushed back and by like, the crowd like, too. You're like, ah, that's yeah. breadcrumbing. And like, like, like she gets like she gets so often like the the lockers or whatever like around her friends and and her friends are just like, well, now that that's over, let's tell you about the orgy tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> now I w- you have to go. Everyone's gonna yeah, be there. One of my other favorite things All about the cool it, kids it's not just it. the fact they talk about the orgies. They have a newscaster who comes there. I I a thousand percent and, thought he was gonna do like an Al Michaels play by play of the orgy. This is this is my like I think might be my favorite scene in the movie is the kids rushing out as the bell rings and rioting and flipping the news truck over because they get to go fuck at a party. <laughs> Them chanting, hail, hail, virgin high, drop your pants and fuck or die. It's so incredibly good. I don't know who said the words Hyman Holocaust, but it's written in my <laughs> notes. About that. Two people say it, I think, actually. God, what a good fucking movie. Yeah. This movie is incredible because, like, <laughs> again, like, we've That's talked incredible. about the... Uh, basically, up until the assembly scene, it was, like, a pretty standard horror movie with, like, you know, a couple small exceptions. But then, out of nowhere, it's flipped into being this teen movie where, like, a band that sounds like they were heavily influenced by American Hi-Fi is just, like, playing music <laughs> while these kids scream and run around yeah. the school. Like... <laughs> It's and it flips on a fucking dime to just like hell yes we get to fuck so we won't die. Yeah. It's, it's every movie that came out after Scream and then, but what if we all banged each yeah. other? <laughs> so uh, Jody decides that she is not down for all this. Uh, she decides she will go to the library. So we already know she's dead meat because <sighs> anyone goes to library second late. And uh, this you know, is the internet. The worst thing about the internet is all the Nazis. But the second worst thing is that it's taken away the great trope of teenager having to go to the library to look up old town folklore. Yeah, like actually go <laughs> just to, like, searching through film, the old like film reels for the newspaper. Like I miss that shit. It's going like as fast as possible, and she just so happens to hit on the one newspaper that talks about a missing senior. <laughs> you can see her eyes flicking back and forth, with like what. Fucking odd. Is this the little kid from fucking Serenity who's able to? Oh man, yeah, that kid definitely died. In this movie. <laughs> Do you think he was playing Doom Quest or Doom Quake or whatever they called it? Oh my god, that name drop of Doom Quake. Fuck off. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but uh, yeah, she's going through and she discovers it. And they try to play like it's going to be a scary scene in the library. And this is where I sort of... I wasn't losing interest, but I was just like, I know nothing's going to happen here. And it's just her mom who tells her, you have to get back. They had recently had it in a run-in at home. Be like, you should go and so lie down. Mad. It's like... She screams yeah. at her. What are you doing here? Like, it's the fucking yeah, library. sad too. But it, Parker, this is where the vibes of the mom from Nightmare on Elm Street get the strongest. This it's like is very obvious. The most doing. Elm Street scene. Yeah. Like, all right, and then the uh, mom uh, explains that. Uh, well, what here's the thing: we is I did not expect that this movie was going to turn her father, the sheriff Michael Bean, into Joe Pa. Uh, but that's what they say yeah. here that's i mean that's kind of just go yeah. to the orgy it's what joe pa would yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's good we just end this here uh yeah. just imagining just a giant statue of michael bean outside the school that students tear down <laughs> okay um Anyway, this is where she realizes, yeah, it was like 25, 27 years ago that this happened. I'm like, 
oh, I guess the killer would be the only 25-year-old in the entire movie. So Really makes yeah, you think. It's pretty obviously going to be Jay Moore, so I'm not really surprised by anything yeah. that's happening here. Yeah, so like, this is the part where we find out that her hero cop dad and the principal are both gang rapists, and like... Really puts a dour spin on the rest of yeah. the movie and everything that happened before it, because like if you remember back to the scene where she's like in the police station on the phone listening to her dad talk to the principal about this thing that happened 25 years ago, he's like, "I haven't seen her in a few years. She's been out in West Virginia. I'm gonna go off to go out and visit her again." It's like, oh, this guy is just harassing the woman he raped. Okay, that's yeah, that's really uncomfortable. Just Thanks, making movie. sure whether she's still alive or I, I, I don't even know. It just. I, I'm not saying that I really liked this character beforehand, but I didn't hate him, and now I really hate him, you know? And that's the thing, it's like, I, I don't know how the movie specifically wants me to feel about it because they never make it seem like he's as awful a person as a rapist would be. I, I, I know how they want me to feel about him, because we'll get to that. Oh, that's... But, oh, jeez. I don't even want to... But either way, this actually leads yeah, to... Yeah, we'll get there. No, 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 not that scene. It's <laughs> no, a different okay, scene. Don't worry. Here's, here's the thing, is we we get to uh, what I think is kind of the worst scene in the movie, and why I think it's the worst scene in the movie is because I took notes on it, and I didn't even need to. He goes to the haunted house, and nothing happens in the haunted house, and he leaves the haunted house. And it's the most boring scene in the entire movie. It could have just that. been cut out, and this movie would have been 80 minutes instead of 90 minutes. I mean, it's seriously, it's like, just, just a convenience. I didn't, I didn't need. I didn't need <laughs> him harassing the victim by going to her house. In the There's also the that. Like, yeah. hey, what's up? Like, who's murdering these people? I get yeah. no. That, that this is. Hey, uh, I mean, pre nine eleven. You know, did you come back for revenge recently? Yeah. <laughs> no, still here grieving. I right, sick. Yeah. Hey, sorry about yeah. all that. Well, like, I, the old dusty again, trail. again, like pre nine eleven, these movies get a little bit of leash for that reason. But this is like, Th- this is going, yeah, it is going a little far here. But again, I think I also look at it from a different perspective. It's not just the fact that he's harassing her; it's also she's not there. I mean, that's the twist here. Not to give away the stunning twist of Cherry Falls; it's really obvious from the first time you watch it. But it's more so the fact that the scene doesn't really serve much of a point it doesn't really need to be in the movie it probably should have been cut and there's no tension during the scene either so i just i just don't like scenes that are completely pointless now let's get on to a scene that is absolutely not pointless in the scene there i laughed very very hard uh jody shapeshifts into a different jody i don't know what this jody is but this is a very different character than the one that we've experienced in the rest of the movie she goes you think the alien guy uh stole i her body? think that's this might be maybe this is the alien guy right and uh so through nobulax <laughs> let's call him by his this name such a good gag <laughs> through nobulax in the body of jody goes over to uh the shermanator's house and I don't know what she's doing, but she's just sticking her feet in his face, and oh man, I forgot oh, about that. How that is the thing that happened. Oh yeah, so much to- aggressive toe sucking going on. She demands that he. This bite was on cable, her- wasn't it? So <laughs> yeah, she demands that he bite her toes. Parker, all I can think about is the song Double Team by Tenacious D. We don't mind sucking on toes. This guy very clearly minds sucking on toes. Good luck finding a boyfriend or sucks yeah, toes. Yeah, that's... <laughs> the, the, sh- this fucking character, his whole characterization of the whole movie is like, he's not interested in her because she won't fuck him. He sh- she shows up to his house and goes, alright, well, I better get we better get this over with so we don't have to go to the orgy. And he goes, no, I only want to do it if you really mean it. Like, if you really care about me. It's like, <laughs> Okay, it's, we're just exactly. going to be in front of him. Too now. 
it's right there. And he's like, yeah, I saw you with the Jay Moore. He, he had it. This and he fucking guy's... brings up their teacher and happened. ruins it. I know it. what happened. I'll explain the whole thing for you. Through Nobulax used his ray gun to switch their bodies. <laughs> ah. That's what happened. Well, that's why That's why her dad wouldn't let her use the ray yeah. gun. Yeah, so. just switching everyone's it's bodies. It's all coming together. <laughs> I fucking hate this. I can't believe that's how they opened the movie. It's just this guy, this alien. Like, well, if I keep talking, if, if I keep talking about how if I probe her and I'll die immediately, she'll let me inside yeah. her. She'll give up her virginity. That's the me. thing is, like the entire time she's not saying anything, that he makes like one move for like her hip, and she's just like, "You try that again, I'm going to send you back to your home planet." With what fuel source? <laughs> he talks about being an alien for two minutes, grabs a tit, and she's like, "Oh no, actually, this isn't happening." Oh <laughs> uh, yes, on on Thranobulax's planet, they have not invented clean coal. Oh my god, this is gonna be a. Fun... <laughs> actually, I think his maybe his spaceship runs on steam. Really, <laughs> stop the steam cycle. Is that steam down in the quarry? <laughs> Oh god, that's they we're gonna have steamy sex. Okay, boom, wrap. Okay, so let, then we finally get to the child sex orgy. Do we ever? <laughs> this Boy. is what this was scene is also incredibly two. good. This this is the scene that like when you say the words like high school or sex orgy, you're thinking in your brain like, oh god, oh god, this is gonna be so right. That's exactly what and I was instead, thinking. Instead, it's like actually the best scene. In yeah, the this movie. is it's really so funny. It, it's that's the thing is it's just. These awkward fucking kids trying to talk to each other. That's the thing. It's like, I, I, I have to admit, I was actually really apprehensive about this. And I've, I've made it clear how I feel about, you know, this sort of subject. And it, it, Yes, by your movie watching choices. It's not, well, you can say it choices, but the list chooses for me. Anyway, when I see this and uh, the way that they did it, I, it was just, they know how to play it. They know how to play the joke. They know how to play, like, the situation. And it was... Boy, it was funny. All the interactions are funny. That one guy's like, so you ever played Doomquake? And she's like, okay, if you wear a condom. <laughs> uh, I liked how the... Fa- we get fucking frosted tip guys and the slutty girl, like, negotiating the terms of Which, their fucking... Which, by the way, like- he can just renege on the offer at the end. He could just be like, yeah, you're not getting my snowboard. Are you kidding me? I'm not giving you any of my <laughs> yeah. CDs, actually. Yeah, you're not getting any of my import CDs. Do you think he had, like, the Japanese, like... Soundtrack for Super Smash Brothers Melee or something. He had the European version of Hybrid Theory, dude. Like 100%. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. I'm a big fan of the guy swooping out like, yeah, I knew he was a butt pirate. You want to be with a real man? No, do you? And just fucking walks away. She gives away. him a titty twister, just I think. Absolutely just bodied. Just him as, she, as uh, he leaves. Like... Even, like, the fucking Turbo nerds are getting play in this scene, and that fucking guy gets shut down. It's a negotiation of, like, look, we're all trying to not get brutally murdered here. did you want to talk about Because they make a point, like, three times to be like, oh, yeah, all this awful shit happened to these people while they were still alive. Like, they don't go No, I had some different views on this. First of all, I had a very spooky vision. It didn't happen in the movie, but, like, imagine if it did. Imagine just, like, some, like, kind of tallish, red-headed guy sort of, like, levitating throughout the crowd. Just, like, shaking his head in disgust. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if he were in the movie, we would immediately know who he was. He just comes comes into the thing, fucking shooting lightning out of his fingertips. It's so weird. These four people died because they're virgins, and then this guy 
It just says, give me the Krabby Patty <laughs> recipe on his dead chest. I, it's, I, I don't know how these things are connected. So instead of saying... Wait, turn the music down. Do you hear that? So When he said tall redhead, I thought you meant the Sherman So when he kicks down the doorway, instead of being the... Everyone here is a cursed child. When he kicks down the doorway for the climax, instead of saying the climactic line, which we will get to, what if instead he said, are you ready, kids? <laughs> I have to use the time turner to go back in time and lose my virginity. Uh, for everyone listening, sorry that we constantly make these jokes for six people. Uh, I, I'm not. I am not. No, I'll never stop. Uh, I'll never so log off. Anyway, uh, I have to admit, I, I don't know if that I like this scene as much as you guys because this is nothing like the orgies that I remember. So, Parker, cast your mind back to all those high school orgies that you know you and I used to go to. Remember, we used to drag all our Xboxes up to Nick Howard's house and hook up to the local area <laughs> uh, yeah. network with a modem, pile into Blood Gulch, and capture flags till the sun came up. Now, that's a good old fashioned orgy. No screen looking. Yeah. No screen looking. He'll plug his controller. Yeah, the only orgies I the only orgies I ever participated in were shotgun only on a yeah. oh. thank you he gets it <laughs> but i i mean as he long as you turn the banshees off i mean come on let's guys don't don't be doing something like that. dude who put a fucking turret up there it's not even it's not even fun that's not even fun great <laughs> oh we get great. it man you watch red versus blue and you're just gonna yell tower power oh, the whole time yeah, thanks man just, yeah. great awesome. oh yeah you spawned up there real fucking cool great so this game's just over then i only have a shotgun what am i supposed to do it's no shields no i i will make a scene <laughs> I brought my fucking Xbox all the way over here. You said we were going to have fun. No, it's fine. You know what? You can use the fat controller now. <laughs> I like the fat controller. <laughs> all right, Mr. Sorry for... <laughs> Thank you so much. One of my favorite podcast moments is explaining to you what Mr. Hands yeah, was. was so <laughs> What's that? Well. Okay, this is a scene where... Uh... It's not. It's on some lists. So. <laughs> this is a scene where... Um everyone's uh, guess as to who the killer was is proven correct uh jay moore and uh it couldn't possibly be more obvious well, the fact like the, uh, we need to get into this yeah. review because like she fucking she fucking leaves the fake shermanator's house because he won't fuck her drives to jay moore's house and just like invites herself in and is like hey please have sex with me and he's like all right yeah but you have to help me move this box and she's like oh what's in the box she goes oh your dad and the box falls down the steps and her fucking dad pops out and then you realize jay moore's the killer I mean, I realize jay moore's her dad better, pops right? out like the fucking crypt keeper at the end of the intro that's the thing, it's like, <laughs> that lid just flies open <laughs> that's the thing it's like you you see him dragging that fucking suitcase in and it's like that's when you know that he's a killer because what else would he be doing what else do you think is going to be in there fucking is it an Xbox and TV? But I love sorry, I'm sorry, we need, we need to go back for one second because we forgot the scene where her dad discovers the principal is dead with not a virgin card oh, to his forehead. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. That was, I am that not was a, a scary scene of the movie for me. <laughs> oh god, no one's safe. <laughs> but I love that like the movie's like, well clearly you all know he's the yeah. killer. So he's just dragging this giant body shapes chest going, It's your dad or my dad. Who knows? And just kicks it down the stairs. Like clearly we all know what the game yeah, is. Now. So anyway, this is the reveal, uh, further reveal, unfortunately. Turns out the mom got the story. Look, not it's unfortunate. Correct. Fake. But news. They don't show nearly as much as many movies I've seen have shown, which I appreciated because yeah. yeah, it was definitely white knuckling. Oh, like, don't that's ruin the thing this is, vibe. I, I think don't I ruin this trivia. for me. I think that they were originally going to show a whole lot more, which um, it's no, like, they didn't. It's like, hey, I apparently get it, movie. they cut a lot yeah. from this movie, and most of it was like gratuitous teen violence, which I would have been very happy I heard to it see. Was like a but lot not at the trade off of that. And if if they cut out nudity, we 
probably know where it came from. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I know what's yeah. happening, movie. I got it. Uh, I'm not happy about it. Uh, certainly not. Definitely didn't need that. Which is weird because, like, never got those vibes from that character before. Is that the point that you never know? I, I don't know. Because... I actually think we're not supposed to like him as much as the movie lets on. Because, like, the mom tells the story. He's like, oh, he was falling over drunk. What was he going to do? But he remembers every detail. He remembers It's, it's, it's very much like Joe Bob was, like, too old to know what was going on from the rhythmic well, slapping the, the resolution of this scene is when it becomes clear what the movie wants you to think. Because the resolution of this scene is just his fucking body parts flying at the cameras. Jay Moore hacks him to death with an axe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when you see that, it's like, oh, yeah, this character's not supposed to be redeemed. He's just supposed to be brutal. Because I mean, yeah, that was nervous when the mom's like, oh, gosh, you know, he's just on the football team. He's just, he's just falling over drunk. But he remembers every single detail and I then mean, gets that's, murdered that's the thing. This, like, this is know, also thanks, movie stuff. You can't have a character commit a rape and then just go away unpunished that's buddy i've got a genre of movies called horror for you to watch. <laughs> no i've seen roger corbin yeah. movies anyway uh yeah i i don't know i i don't i just knew that that wasn't gonna happen i knew he'd get stabbed in the neck anyway jay moore takes the licking and keeps on kicking and uh chases her to the orgy oh does he? uh he I, okay this, this is reveal three times. where he goes because there's like a three second clip where she runs out of the house and there's like a pause and he just comes sprinting out in a wife beater with the wig on <laughs> holding an axe and screaming and it is the funniest thing I've ever seen the fucking life. pause on his face when he comes running out of that house is fucking yes. immaculate like I don't know that Jay Moore has ever acted so hard in his life <laughs> Why did he take this? This does not seem like a Jay Moore film. Because the script like, was so nothing good, about... obviously. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so he cuts into the house. Did, I guess if I read a script... Did he call them like, or did they call him? I have so many I think questions. this is an agent thing. I feel like if I was an actor and someone sent me a script like, hey, uh, you put on a wig and kill virgins, I'd be like, all right, sick, I'll be there. I don't yeah. want to kill myself. Oh, never mind. Anyway, so which one of <laughs> you wants to say the line that Jay Moore yells when he bursts into the house? <laughs> I'm going to let Parker, Parker go for it. No, no, no. It's, it's your turn. No, 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 no. I don't have it written <laughs> oh, down word for word. Me neither. Fuck it up. God, guys, he yells, class dismissed. <laughs> God. <laughs> and then just starts swinging wildly and just hitting kids as they run past him, which is <laughs> As we're like, we're like, this is the point where we're seeing, like, you know, the the during and after of the orgy so it's you know like just like half naked kids in rooms like like fucking like 12 kids like sardine cans to a room the fucking eating guy and the girl that really likes him are just still dancing by themselves Dude, that's in the, the living best room. reveal is that <laughs> yeah. you see them dancing and then it just cuts to everyone else in a pile i, I really yeah. i so really fucking liked fucking, uh, the quake doom doom quake guy was in like the little hideaway with all the pillows yeah. and candles everywhere that's like you're gonna burn that alive. guy had the best spot no, that guy had the best spot. If I, I got there the, early. The, if I were at the fucking orgy, like that's the spot I would post up on. Like I'm, I'm back here. This is my orgy I, spot. Anyone who wants to come back here and join me, we have like some primo real estate I, that I, I was gonna interfere with. I disagree. With. I would go right for the balcony. It's like twenty degrees cooler up there. <laughs> okay, you got a good point. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> I stand corrected. So, so anyway, he, she was a judo flips him out of the house and he lands on a broken stairway, which impales him. 
and he's still able to swing his axe at uh, <laughs> at her boyfriend, the Shermanator. Uh, I guess it's his last <laughs> the Shermanator. The Shermanator getting got is incredible scene. This movie just turns into the raid with them fighting their way out of this giant yeah. house and then he gets thrown out a window. <laughs> now we cut over to the female police officer who I don't think has a name uh, and she's just dual wielding pistols into his body. Like Parker says, he gets octuple tapped. <laughs> yeah. So unnecessary. The, the, the only more gratuitous handgun kill I have seen in a movie is that bear in there. <laughs> It all comes she, back she to fucking bear. kills him like Bodiger's gang killing him in Robocop. She's <laughs> unleashing. Actually, I don't know. What's more gruesome, the way that he gets killed or, or Melvin in the Toxic Avenger? <laughs> this guy was faking Melvin on a couple occasions. He's <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Jay Moore with a bone sticking out of his leg. As the fucking Frosted Tips guy runs up and goes, well, here comes the fake. <laughs> and fucking... Let's see who really did it. <laughs> this is where Tom Green starts licking the bone. Anyway, so uh, then it ends God with it. a very artistic shot of the rivers turning red. Kind of like it's a high that was broken. Uh-huh. Made me laugh so goddamn hard that that's <laughs> how the movie ended. It's a fucking nerve of this movie to end like that. Go fuck yourself. All right, so that's clearly a trailer shot that was not supposed to be. Final in the thoughts. Movie. <laughs> final thoughts on uh, Cherry Falls. Oh, because like so the good. falls at the end of the movie, they're cherry flavored. Anyway, so. oh, you got it. <laughs> Who says this movie isn't art? This I like. There are so many things, if you read down a plot synopsis of this movie, that would make you go, oh, this has to be fucking awful and tasteless and terrible. And then you watch it, and you realize that there are a few awful, tasteless, terrible parts, and the rest of it fucking slaps. <laughs> it's it's worth watching <laughs> even with that stuff in the movie. Uh, and I, So here's... The fact that I was willing to do an episode on it, even knowing that all of that was in there, really says it all about how good the rest of the Also, it's pre-9-11. Not saying they could get away with it, but it was also like, you kind of expect that sort of thing. Kind of like saying the N-word back in the 80s, or 70s, or 60s, or 50s, or 40s. Anyway, uh, what are the... Oh, I did it very tastefully well, back then. Anyway, so... <laughs> I say, I say. <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn saying the N-word. So, here's the thing. Or is it just Parker's dad saying it? Anyway, uh, hey. I just assume he talks like Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> boy, I said, boy, why can't you be more like Kyla? <laughs> so, <laughs> I had to get it from somewhere. <laughs> so, uh, I, here's the way I felt about the movie is you see the first uh, kill of the movie right after Through Nobulax gets killed. Is you get this sort of feeling. Or one out to a real one. <laughs> yeah, the, the real Through Nobulax. Uh, right where he gets killed. You kind of get the feeling like, well, this isn't very scary because, like, you think about Halloween. Halloween is scary because of the way that it shot, and there's a lot of suspense here. Here, it's just like, I don't know someone's gonna get stabbed at some point. It's just not very scary. Same thing happens with uh, the faculty. It's not. No one's gonna be scared by this movie. And this is one of the movies that makes you realize people don't always go to horror movies to be scared. Sometimes they go to horror movies because some bonkers stuff is going to happen. Cherry Falls should have been released in theaters. This would have made a lot of money, I think. Absolutely. This is a real This is the one where you tell like everyone else, like in the class, dude, you have gotta see Cherry Falls. And then an orgy happens and uh uh like, go to Blood Gulch. Who is not seeing like watch the trailer? <laughs> it's it's a selling point that the kids find out the targeting virgins and they decide to all fuck. Like 
That movie would have made so much yeah. money. Correct. This is post-American Pie. Yeah. God damn it, people. What yeah. are we doing? What a major yeah. L. So, glad that we all saw... Parker, you're the one who discovered this? I oh. am. Being online has its perks. <laughs> no, disagree. So, uh, let's move on Correct. to the game of games. <laughs> Alright. Well, uh... Go ahead and uh, do some little tabulations here. Oh, it appears Chris is the winner Shocker. again. Oh, good. And uh, thanks to Parker's whopping one and four record in the NFC this Ooh, week, you? <laughs> he's <laughs> gonna be bringing up the rear. I so, watched uh, a full total of ten minutes of football this week, <laughs> so it's all a surprise. The to only me. game I watched was the Patriots game. Let me explain. I have to poorly. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. So, first things first, Chris, you're going to assign a movie to Parker. Do not say all oh, I that. I'm <laughs> not going to do I will it. not watch it. I'm not going to <laughs> do that. Come on. Oh, uh, right now, sorry, I thought you had another thing. Parker, uh, you're going to watch Man vs. Snake, The Long and Twisted Tale of Nibbler. Yeah, sorry, I'll, what? I have... Is that real? I have uh, discussed this movie on the podcast before, and... Uh, Evidently, you weren't listening. It's on, uh, so it goes. Because that never happens. <laughs> hey, Alex, how'd you discover Cherry Falls? <laughs> so, here we go. I'll just do that. Here you go. Uh, I am assigning this. Oh, okay, this. Assi- okay. Yeah, yeah, I there you go. Uh, I think I kind of slurred it. It's kind of late for me. I have not slept Look, well. Look, that's... That- that's it's a hell of a name. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty Dude, long. I have had like but... the worst fucking back spasms, and then I tried to sleep on a couch today. So, Parker, you hate to I see know it. that feel. <laughs> it's no. not great as it turns yeah, out. I, not I cannot run. This is breaking my body. <laughs> Same. That's my excuse. <laughs> now, now, Parker, I'm going to give you a chance at redemption oh, here no. this week. Pog. Good. This usually works out for me. Well, you said you didn't watch much football this week, so oh, God, uh, I'm uh, uh, it's just it's just one one simple question, open ended question. I uh, I just want to see how you do here. What could possibly go wrong? It's probably Shit. a very easy question. I gotta Parker. stop recording these in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Parker, how many quarterbacks named Allen won? This Even week? I know that. And. And, for bonus points, name them. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. If, if I... Last, last name, not If I not can answer, name. do I get, like, an extra movie to sign him? We'll yeah, see. do that. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know how many quarterbacks named Allen are there. Let's go two. Fuck it. Incorrect. Can you name them? Fuck no. Kyle okay. Allen and... That's one. Question mark? Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Can it, shot at redemption for Chris Field. Three yeah, ahead, Allens. Uh, Kyle Allen. Josh Allen. Brandon Allen. That is Who correct. the fuck is Brandon Allen? Broncos that would be Joe Flacco's backup, buddy. <laughs> That's not a real person. Also, even if I'd watched a football game, it would not have been the Broncos. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I saw a graphic that said it, actually. I think, oh, it was actually during the Patriots game, I think. Um... All right, well, Chris, since you have won the shot at redemption that you did not need, <laughs> you 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 can choose between Parker assigning me a movie and me assigning Parker a movie. Ooh. Oh, I want him to assign. <laughs> let's fucking hear yeah. It. Let's let's have. 
I'm sure you have something diabolical cooked I, up in there. I, I like it when Alex assigns a movie. Wait, no, I don't. He always assigns baby geniuses. Park. <laughs> I love that. Wait, no, I don't. Out of baby genius movies. For, not for him. Uh, I'd like to reverse my answer. I'm going to watch the, the eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Alex, go ahead and assign Parker a movie. All right, baby Jesus. I, I, I had some real good garbage picked out for Chris, so I was really hoping that Chris was gonna fuck. I thought you were gonna get that question right. Um, all right, let's see what we got here. So we have in the old files. Oh, jeez. <laughs> all right, Parker, it's time for you to watch Crypto. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> I, I really hope this earlier. is a documentary on Bitcoin. It is not a documentary, uh, but it is about Bitcoin. <laughs> I definitely remember this movie. I definitely have also walked past it in Walmart several times. Boy, to think I was like that close to assigning Parker the death of Stalin. Enjoy Dibbler. I, I'm going to be honest. Dibbler is a really, really good movie. You're going to enjoy it. I remember you liking it. You're going to enjoy it significantly. I think it might be better than King of Kong. I am. I'm going to be honest. Uh, Crypto has a lot of Luke Hemsworth in it. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> of all the things you could say the to good me. Good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, Luke Hems, whatever, man. Uh, there is a little bit of unfinished business. How in the? It's like the third Gronkowski. <laughs> whatever. How in the world? Who's the third Gronkowski? You got Chris, Dan, Rob, Gordy. There we go. Uh, uh, there's, there's, there's a four. He just named three. I named four. Yeah. I said Chris, Rob, Dan, uh, Gordy. I only know Chris person. because he got Tony yeah, Rose back broken that. that one time. <laughs> nice block, Dick. All three have played for the Patriots at some point. Again, they had one named like, Gordon. All of them went to Maryland except yeah. Rob. Like, the fucking nerve. <laughs> uh, so, how do we fit Bigfoot into uh, Cherry Falls? I just assumed you were going to say, like, oh, and then we find out Jay Moore is not the real killer and actually no, is Bigfoot. I, I, as he's just carrying Black Nobulites his head through the woods. I mean, it makes more sense to me. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's been on Thronobulites' spaceship <laughs> waiting for him to come back. <laughs> That's the twist. All right, Parker nailed it. Turns out Thronobulites Bigfoot fucking someone and then dying. That's why no one has seen him. <laughs> How has he been on that spaceship for seven years? I can't believe I wrote down the word. This is my favorite thing we've ever said. Just...